Hey, hold on. I got to. Is that the door opening? Yeah. yeah Mike, yeah. don't come in here. Yeah, no, no. We, fi- we think we fixed it for, for, for a while. Don't. We're, so, we're sure good. Off limits. Yeah. Okay, no one's allowed in. No, no, no. No, L- Mike, literally while, while you were on the phone, it got fixed. So this, even, even though Lita was saying, this room's come unlock. here. You know, even though Lita was saying, come here, we were trying to warn you not to come in. because we. This is a lockdown good. situation. Yeah. <laughs> with a Z. <laughs> you, you need to get out. Locked down, spelled with a Z. So at least there'll be one place on God's green earth. And you're a cursed kind can live in peace. Coming to you from somewhere deep inside Transition Studios. Brought to you by your hosts, Roger and Leto. Welcome to Sci-Fi Rewind! It's my it's my head I will see you in court hello I'm Lido I'm Roger and together we are sci-fi rewind ring you you awkwardly do that I'm never adding that sound effect in I you like have to I mean I'm, I'll, I'll do your awkward bring but uh, no, it's not bring it's a ring no you go like this is very radio play. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like I feel like this is like you guys are like Orson Welles. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, what uh, what is it? Uh, are we doing War of the Worlds today? Yeah, we're doing World War of the Worlds today. What are you bringing to the table? War of the Worlds. Oh, should we? Yeah. we should we? Introduce? Yeah, I should introduce myself. Who is this guy? Uh, I'm AJ DeCosimo. Oh. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a writer and a comedian and uh, all are uh, handsome man at large <laughs> and. Uh, Lido's friend <laughs> and, and a, Roger's friend and a certified director of films. Oh, I, I, well, sure. I've directed, I'm not great at it. Certified fresh. Certi- rotten is, am, am I certified fresh? Yeah. Rotten Tomatoes score. Is that my score? Yeah, it's 75. Oh, that's certified fresh. <laughs> that's awesome. Raj, what you, I, certified fresh, Rotten Tomatoes. Uh, 75. Yeah, no, that's fresh. Yeah, I'm certified fresh, baby. There you go. I'm sur- I'm 75. percent Pretty there. sure I even think above a six. Anything above a 60 is certified. I'm certified fresh. Maybe it's 65. Boom. There we go. You heard it here, here first on Sci-Fi Rewind. Yeah, because Rotten Tomatoes is such a such a well-known source for like legitimate criticism. <laughs> always take their take their words seriously. Always take their ratings seriously. You know, Never question it. It took me years to realize that they only did films. Mm-hmm. Yes, I was on there looking up restaurants, <laughs> and I'm just like, why can't I find this this fancy Italian restaurant I want to go to tonight? Right. Tomatoes, right? Makes yeah, sense. Rotten Tomatoes. You'd think Rotten Tomatoes would would be awful, but apparently, right? It's no, such a... it, it's it's a fantastic place, but only it's only for movies though. Mm-hmm. I thought the only um, rated uh, did the ratings for uh, Attack of the Killer Tomatoes, so I thought it was just one film, but apparently they do. <laughs> yeah, multiple. there's a lot. Yeah, there's a lot. Almost every film ever made. Wow. I was uh, today years old when I learned that. <laughs> today years old. I was today years old. <laughs> Attack of the Killer Tomatoes. I mean, Remember I that? know of this film. Six I... seconds, so we can use that. I know. Soundbite. Yeah, I'll 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 try and throw in three seconds of it or how, however long. Thank long you. It is. 
Attack of the Killer Tomatoes. Uh, I mean, I know of Attack of the Killer Tomatoes. I just don't know what it's about. I only know the title. Well, here's the thing. A good film. Mm-hmm. Leo and I were talking about this before. You know exactly what you're getting in the title. Mm-hmm. Attack of the Killer Tomatoes. Mm-hmm. That's it. Titanic. It's a big one. Right? Uh, it's going to be a big one. I don't know if Titanic really, like... You, you kind of know. Like, 75%, mm-hmm. the, the entire movie is on the Titanic. Mm-hmm. And you kind of know what's going to happen at the end. I mean, I guess you get but it's RoboCop. Also big. RoboCop. RoboCop tells you exactly. It's just RoboCop uh, action movie. Can I tell you my favorite movie title of all time? Okay. Yes. We Bought a Zoo. Oh, that's a good movie. <laughs> it's, it's a good movie. It's the greatest movie title of all time. Because it's like, what's that about? It's about the trials and tribulations of buying a zoo. Oh, I'm sorry. Whoa. I dropped an F-bomb. Well, there it is. There you go. That's your one. It's my one PG-13 F-bomb. <laughs> yeah. That'll get censored because yeah. Lita okay. won't have that. I'm sorry. I'm Lita sorry. won't have that. <laughs> oh. oh <laughs> sorry. <laughs> sorry, Lita. It's a run. We were oh, having yeah. a run on swears. Yeah. It's been. It's bound to happen. But one of these days, he just won't give a yeah, he just won't care anymore. Yeah. No, there's plenty of, of cussing in podcasts. Well, we, we like to hit check we, that clean. His we daughter like watches. That's oh, the only reason. That the yeah. reason? That's yeah. the only reason. Uh, if it was his daughter, how, he wouldn't, how he wouldn't she? care. She's 11. She's never heard these words. Oh, she's never heard these never words. Never heard yeah. these words. <laughs> I knew everything there was to know about everything when I was on. I put toad at the age of 11. But, I never learned anything <laughs> after that. Before I even left like elementary school, I was starting to learn this. Oh. I was talking right. about words do not exist in her world, her her bubble. What's uh, her name? Uh, Macy. Macy. Yeah. What a sweet name. Yeah. yeah. Wow. You know what other movie title I like? Okay. Being John Malkovich. I know this. I know this. Yeah. yeah you know that? <laughs> yes. I know this film that you speak of. It's pretty much, if you like watched, just heard the title, you'd think you know what it was about. Mm-hmm. Or maybe you'd have no idea what it's about. Titles, titles. Yeah. Yes. Being John Malkovich is probably about being John Malkovich. In a way, and in, in a way it is, and in a way it's about nothing like being him. Well, I don't know. I, I think I'll just say one thing. I something uh, I'm not going to say my thoughts on it, but something I appreciate about the film is that there was like literally no buildup at all. It's so whatsoever. I, I cannot wait to get to that part of the podcast. <laughs> I cannot wait. I'm like I've been wanting to talk about this all day and i thought i was gonna do this tomorrow right. on the phone because all day i thought today was the first <laughs> or the or whatever today is today today yeah. is not tomorrow just a reminder though aj we're not doing full-on pitch meetings or anything we're, we've kind of abandoned that and we're trying to do elevator pitches but that's not there's no reason to not like you know mention that uh, yeah right if you want to just you know condense whatever mm-hmm. you know well i i just i filled out the sheet mm-hmm. perfect yeah let's go with the sheet Yep, the All sheet right. never lies. Mm-hmm. Sheets of integrity. Okay, so AJ, we've discussed your credentials, yeah. if you will. Uh, you're a writer, so yeah. so you look at plot and themes and and stories and I characters like character. and characters yeah. and characters. Character, character, yes. character. Yeah, and you're uh, and we know each other from a project we're working on together. <laughs> yes, sir. Um, called Stuck uh, mm-hmm. for uh, fellow comedian Raj Suresh. It's the first time I think I've talked about it on the podcast. But um, I'm sure hopefully people will be hearing about that in the future. Yeah, let's fingers crossed. Yeah, and uh, it's a pretty big deal. Um, so you brought to the table uh, being John Malkovich. Um, so 
why don't we get started and uh, you pretend that this was your idea and bring it to us and, right. and see what we think about it. All right, guys. So is this a regular pitch or is this a, a elevator pitch? What exactly are we doing? Well, whatever he's got going on. Yeah, I, uh, I got an elevator pitch. Uh, okay, if it's, if it's an elevator pitch, let's try and keep it a little shorter. Yeah, that's fine. Okay, yeah. So Let's do yeah. it. Okay. All right, I have this idea. It's like the weirdest SNL sketch you've ever seen meets <laughs> a Franz Kafka fever dream. It's It follows Craig Schwartz, an unemployed New York City puppeteer who finds work as a file clerk. Nice. In a strange building where he finds a hidden door that leads to check this out. Where? Okay. You guys ever hear John Malkovich? Of course. His oh, yeah. I loved him in that Joel movie. Right. In Empire in the Sun. That yeah. Joel Thief movie. His brain. <laughs> <laughs> and inside the mind of John Malkovich. But Why from, John Malkovich? Um, that's a really good question. I don't. I, we haven't gotten there yet, and that's I don't know if we thing. ever will. <laughs> but that's not part of the the story, Lito. Wait. So it's called. It's called it, what, being John Malkovich. That's your story. Called. That's 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 what my story is called. Oh wow. Um, th- that's the name of the movie, but only for fifteen minutes at a time. You only get to be him for fifteen minutes of, at a time. Being so, you should. So we can we add a little like being John Malkovich. For only 15 minutes at a time. Yeah, only, yeah. Like, we can put, like, dot, dot. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And then they... Uh, oh, yeah. And then they spit you out into onto the New Jersey Turnpike. Of course. Yeah. Such a good actor that, they've, they, that they named a movie after him. I know, yeah. Is, is John uh, down? Um, we have one John. Uh, John, did you hear John Cusack? Oh, yeah. He's definitely down. Better off dead? Love yeah, him. John Malkovich at right now, yeah. at this moment in time, is interested in maybe directing it, but thinks we should go with a different actor. But we still call it being John Malkovich, of course, right? No, because if, if we don't have John Malkovich, <laughs> the movie doesn't happen. Ouch. That's my, that's my thing, because wow. I'm Charlie Kaufman. Right. Mm-hmm. And that's what I said to the, to the actual executives. And you have... Hand, like you've, you got like some track record to demand John Malkovich being being John Malkovich. I uh, was a writer on a few uh, for a couple sitcoms. <laughs> outside <laughs> of that, I don't really have any play. Wow. No. To pull in, it, it will be years before I become uh, an icon, an, an A-lister. I mean, he's yeah. been he was in Con Air. Yeah. 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 He's the villain in. Yeah, but it's John Malkovich or bust. All right, talk about putting all your eggs in one basket. Yeah. Let's let's do this. Yeah, Raj, you got any questions? Uh, uh, uh so who's gonna direct it again? Oh, we got this kid who's like who does like skateboarding videos. What? Well, I see yeah. no reason to fault this. His okay, name's, his name's Sp- his name's Spike. Oh, Spike, Spike Lee. Spike Lee. No, Jones with a Z. <laughs> well, I see no problems with this. Let's greenlight this. Yeah, and uh, he um. He also does that works on that show on MTV where they uh, they run around naked. Naked? Yeah, Jackass. It's called. Oh, if Jackass. You guys heard of it? Right. He works on that show. Oh, and we have uh, the guy from REM attached to it as a producer. Uh, uh, the singer? Yeah, Michael Stipe. What? Can he play John Malkovich? No. He, he looks the part. It's John Malkovich. You're losing your religion right now. You're out of your mind. I know. I need some orange crush. Yeah. Okay. So okay. So let me uh, let me see this in a nutshell. We've got a movie called Being John Malkovich yes. about not being John Malkovich. Kind of about being John Malkovich, but only at 15 minutes at a time. All right. And we got we got Better Off Dead and uh, John Cusack involved. Yeah. Um, oh. If and I one could, crazy summer. Go ahead. If I could say something. 
when we have these 15 minutes, do we stay in there for the full 15 minutes or? Yes. I mean, well, over time, no, no, when, over time, you start to be able to no, stay no, a little I'm, bit longer. I'm, I'm more so saying the audience. Yeah, the audience gets to be in there with you. Not for an entire 15 minutes. Yes. Just segments of time. Mm-hmm. All right. That's kind of crazy. It's insane. Where's the science? We're a science fiction type house. Like, where's the science come in? Talk so, to explain the science. Well, this is not, this is more fantasy than it is actual science oh, fiction. Oh, don't say that to Roger. Please Why? don't say that to Roger. Oh, boy. Why? That's the kiss of death. Why? Fantasy? He looks mad. <laughs> yeah, now I just realized, like, for some odd reason, I was like, oh, I was watching a good film, and now I realized, oh, we did a fantasy film. That's, this plays into my one well, point but, for me. But here, here, here. One here. point for me as far as it being science fiction. Well, here's the thing. Here's I'm sorry, a- Raj. It just happened. Yeah. I'm, is, he, is he legitimately yeah. mad? Well, look, he's not talking. You don't talk when you're mad, right? Because your your thoughts. I don't know. I mean, it, it, I it's... I think he's emailing me. No, no, no. no. I'm checking something out. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> the is a fantasy comedy film. Here's the thing. Got, Here's the thing. It it, it 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 is science fiction adjacent. Okay. They cross paths. They use a, a story to draw light on a human condition. Right. And science. And so it's the science of psychology, or or yeah, whatnot. Like, right. And yeah. you you spin that into a. That's yarn. the science. That's the science. Right. I love it. It's it works. Yeah. Oh, did you guys cover Star Wars on here? Not yet. We will. Yeah, no, Star Wars, though, that has a lot of science fiction stuff in it. But it's so not science fiction. Yeah. No, the dev- no, 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 no. I know, I know that it's very mm-hmm. much a blending of science and fantasy, but... There's no uh, legitimate I guess, science in I it. guess they're... Well, you know, the, no. the rocket ships and everything. It's no, no, no. hyperdrive. It's magic. The it's hyperdrive? Ma- it's no, no, no. magic. Got, there's a hyperdrive that they got Yeah, no, no, fix. and you have... You have Advanced technology that we don't have, so right. I right. But but you're not using legitimate science, like like Jurassic Park, is they use legitimate science. Oh right, with the DNA right with extracting. with DNA extraction sure. to tell a story. Star Wars is science fantasy. That is not science fiction. Right. Well, you know. Yeah. I, no, I like yeah. to cast a wide net. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, I mean, being John Malkovich, it does explore psychology, the idea of self. Right. Yeah. Like self-actualization and consciousness. Absolutely. I guess I guess on that end, like, since I did Daredevil, like, I guess I could somewhat consider this to be a science fantasy film. But, oh, God, I, yeah. There's something that completely, like, skipped my mind. It's okay. Yeah. We're going to get through this. Mm-hmm. We're gonna forge ahead. Sure. We're gonna carve a new path. Okay. Yeah. I just <laughs> you derailed him a little bit. But I know. I'm sorry. Gonna, I didn't know that. We're gonna pick him up. Yeah, yeah. Sure. Okay. We're gonna pick him up. Oops. <laughs> I didn't know. Spike Jones. Yeah, with a Z. And mm-hmm. now I remember him from the Beastie Boys video. Yeah. Yeah, that yeah. was the good stuff. Yeah, he directed the BC Boys video. He's he directed a lot of music videos and skateboarding videos and yes. stuff. Yes, and had some good energy, good yeah. vibes. Uh, this is uh, how many films has he done under his belt? Up until this point, this is his debut. Oh, this is his debut feature film. Wow, there's a lot of risk on this one. Yeah, there was a huge amount of risk on this one. Do you know how John Cusack found out about this? What's that? Um, he found out uh, about that because he told his team to go find the most unproducible script they can find. Wow. Yeah. 
So he's the one who spearheaded this whole campaign to get this movie done? Well, John Cusack, I believe, was the first guy that signs on. Oh, wow. Yeah. Interesting, interesting. All right. Well, let's get down with the pitch, and let's move on to our initial thoughts and nostalgia. <clears throat> um, and then we'll go in a we'll go in this order. We'll go you, Roger, myself. Boop, boop, boop. All right, I I saw this movie when I was like 13 years old. Wow! For the first time, I was at my grandma's house. It was on Stars. Nice. It was like very late at night on cable. And, yeah, and it was just something like unlike anything I've ever seen before. Like it was I, un, unlike anything. I mean, especially at 13. Absolutely. Well, it, it was sort of you know you're you're covering themes that were kind of like a little profound for a 13 year old <laughs> to kind of comprehend, and there was a lot of eroticism in yeah, it. Yeah. What'd you think of that? The 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 dolls playing with each other uh, on the wall. And... I loved it. <laughs> I loved it. I was 13 years old. I wanted to see poop and and pee pee jokes and sex jokes. I thought it was hilarious. Um, and then it, it started. I, I think it, it's. Did you discover Monty Python around this era in your life too? M Monty Python was a little earlier. A little earlier. It early. was a little earlier. Gotcha, yeah. Because exactly. I mean, Monty Python. I mean, you know, our parents grew up with that. And yeah. And they were just kind of, you know, I saw, I saw the Holy Grail, and yeah. then I was just like, there was something about Charlie Kaufman that, um, and, and b this movie in particular, that really takes complex themes but adds very, very silly. Python esque, yeah. like the whole speech impediment dialogue, mm -hmm. right? Which is one of the funniest pieces. I think if I go back and go like, okay, like every piece I've ever written for the New Yorker, every piece I've written for Mad Magazine, there's an element of that conversation in there where I learned an important thing about comedy from that conversation. It's sometimes things are funny mm -hmm. when you remove context. Yeah. And you just present the thing as it is, right? Like, like the whole like, uh, forgive this whole speech impediment of mine. And he's speaking with perfect diction. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And then you're like, you're going along, and you're with John Hughes. You're like, what are you talking yeah. about? He's like, oh, you're, you're awfully kind to lie. <laughs> yeah. Like it's so funny. And <laughs> so I learned funny. that's a very important device, especially in absurdism. Right. Where absurdism today isn't really explored so much in comedy. Yes. Charlie Kaufman's really the only one that uses it. Like, we love absurd films. Airplane and yes. yeah. uh, Monty Python, and uh, we, we share these the loves for these films. Airplane is the gold standard for me for absurdist humor. Yeah, it's fantastic. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah. And uh, Airplane's in my top five mm -hmm. in terms of like absurdist, like, you know, Python, the Holy Grail, yeah. Life of Brian. Yeah, absolutely. You know, I mean, there Keep are so many. Oh, um, uh, Keep them coming. Keep them coming. You know, animal and now for something completely different. Sure. Yeah, <laughs> right. Well, <that's> another <laughs> Python reference, yeah. but there, and there was also something erotic about it. Oh yeah, there's like, always some, some sex jokes. Yeah, well, no, 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 not even like the jokes. Like the impression that the movie made on me, wasn't just the comedy. It was kind of just this bizarre eroticism. You know what I mean? That like as a young man. You're oh, kind yeah. of like dis discovering yourself sexually a little bit, sure. mm -hmm. and you're kind of you're watching this movie. You're kind of like, wow, this is kind of oddly sexual in a in a way that I've never seen before. It is weird. It kind of plays with those themes, you know, as far as like you know, a woman wanting to be a man, a man wanting to be a woman, mm -hmm. and, and being able to do that through John Malkovich, right? And, and then being able to to you know the, the actual intimacy you can have with someone in a different shell. Mm -hmm. Right. That's just like, what? Like, what the hell is going on here? Yeah, so th th yeah. those those were a lot of the things that kind of hit me when I was a kid mm -hmm. watching that movie for the first time. Raj, what do you got? 
Uh, well, for my nostalgia of the film, uh, like I've seen clips, I've heard people talk about it. Like, didn't know like, and I know the basic premise. You go inside John Malkovich's head. Uh, I thought when you go inside him, you control him, but, and that is kind of the case, but it's not always the case. Uh, uh, every time I saw it, I, uh, it would be like some kind of comedic clip. Like, uh, for example, the scene when John Malkovich is at the restaurant alone by himself and a fan comes up yeah. and goes like, I really loved you. Uh, the Jewel Thief movie. No, no, no. Oh, uh, the... You, you, you when you played, played a, that... The R word? <laughs> uh, Can I it's say just, that? It's just, no, we don't want to say it. No, we don't want to say that. No. Uh, uh, oh, right, right, yeah. right, right. Uh, <laughs> no, I can't believe they said that. But yeah. he actually did play He one. says it so many times. Or, or, oh, in Of Mice and Men. Yeah. Mm, right, okay, cool. Uh, or... or or the one comedic, uh, the the one. I don't know if I want to call it comedic, but the way John Malkovich delivers it, it's it's just like when he's exited his own head, uh, and you know he's going just like you're not allowed to do this ever again. Uh, I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna put putting a stop to this, and it's John Cusack's going. It's my livelihood, and John Malkovich delivers the line. It's my head, Schwartz. It's my head. <laughs> and then my favorite, my favorite bit of that is him going, "I will see you in court." Yeah. <laughs> but then John Malkovich or uh, John Cusack was like, mm -hmm. "How do you know it won't be me seeing me in it, you?" <laughs> dude, it's there's something about Charlie Kaufman that is so bizarre. It's a different mm -hmm. level. But also, it's so human yeah mm -hmm. and yeah he's still like sad still inside it seems like yeah he's still searching for like something to be happy i know and i don't know if he'll ever find I those don't things i don't yeah, know I uh, because that is a really funny piece mm -hmm. piece that you just quoted <laughs> mm -hmm. from there but it's also really effed up oh yeah no this whole this whole movie like if i could go back into it a little bit uh my uh i, I guess like we you brought it up this is technically a fantasy movie, but it, it but it does approach it in just in a way where it's like, well, if the, if this was real, if this was real, if this happened in our modern day life, like how would we react to this? And I I just kept thinking like I guess I guess we can mm -hmm. reframe it. It is a science fiction movie because they take the science of self mm -hmm. and identity, yeah, right, and then they they provide mm -hmm. uh, a little. Uh, Little, like yeah, a story. So philosophy, psychology. Because you know there there you know? there are funny moments in it. You know, yeah, like it's the, hilarious. Yeah, the beginning, like just that opening, just the bizarre real uh, absurdism of walking into seven and a half. You know, it's just like, yeah. uh, but uh, and it was it was so weird seeing just Octavia Spencer just show up just for that one second. Oh, it's I know. Uh, but uh, uh, yeah, no. Even though I went in like knowing it's a comedy and things like that. I wasn't expecting for me to ask questions like, is having sex with someone who expects someone else inside another person's body rape? Is John Malkovich being raped? Yeah. I, I don't know. There's, there, if I could quote Craig Schwartz, we are opening up a physical can of worms. It's that's, that's funny how he just like says that, and you're just like, yeah, he's right. But, mm -hmm. I mean, nothing's explained, really. John, but, 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 it's ex but it's exposed. Like, like He knows, as a writer, what he's opening up. As far as like what the story is saying, but and he's like, well, I'm just gonna make my characters as clueless as as pe people watching, 
So it's a little meta, I guess. It is. It's say. very meta. Yeah. John Malkovich is the only likable character in this movie, in in a, in a moral sense. There's one character in this movie. I I, th- I got a couple. Yeah, there, there, there's one mm. character in this movie that I think is the most complex and interesting character of this movie, and okay. it's no one you're ever gonna imagine. Hmm. Throw at me, Elijah the chimp. The chimp. <laughs> dude, listen, listen. I love how he's got an arc. No, d- dude. So. <laughs> I think that this also plays into something, a statement Kaufman's trying to make. Yeah, the childhood trauma. And not even that. It's just the the simpler these characters Mm. are, the more interesting they Mm. are. And the more they're trying to be someone else, Mm. the the more they lose themselves and the less interesting they be. John Malkovich went from being one of the (laughs) finest thespians on the planet to being a guy who's about to be a puppeteer now? Well, I mean... It's not really John Malkovich. I know, but it's not really. But who is who? Yeah. I'm, and, and that's, then, that's and, and, and the he, big theme. And then, and then he, yeah, he throws the whole consciousness. What does consciousness mean? What is consciousness? And who are you? Yeah. Are you the person that there's, you think you are in your head? Or are a, you the person everyone else perceives you as? Or the a, people that's inside of you? There's yeah. a one Puppeteering you. There's a one moment in at the beginning when John Cusack first goes in and he returns to the office and he goes like, my mind has been completely... Uh, changed and all that. I, my, I, uh, my, my mind, my outlook on life has been completely changed, and it's played off as a joke. No, no, this, no, this, this is big. Yeah, this is big time. Yeah, like Cameron Diaz, who is unrecognizable in this it, film. For that's the most part. I wanted to say that. Yeah, yeah, that's uh, one of my points. Is like, I had to, it took me a while. Yeah, uh, I didn't even know. Uh, but uh, uh, Cameron Diaz, like her own ideas of sexuality are are questioned. She goes like, like is she? It, does she really want to be a man, or is she just like, or is it just that she is a lesbian or anything? Yeah. Uh, what what is she said? Transsexual? She says she refers her. She's like, I'm a transsexual. Yeah, I, I think I'm a transsexual. Wow. Uh, and this this also made me go like. Does does anyone here know the difference between this is a legitimate question I'm not sure. Does anyone know the difference between a transsexual and a transvestite? I think a transsexual. Mm-hmm. I, well, I think they're both outdated terms at this okay. point. I would assume, yeah. No. yeah. But I think I think um a transsexual is mm-hmm. somebody who wants to be mm-hmm. another sex and a transvestite is just someone who's who wants to be the sex but wants to dress and act. Mm-hmm. And um like another sex. Okay. Yeah. Okay. According to societal norms. Okay. Yeah. Is I, I believe. I think that those are both outdated terms at yes. this point. But we also recognize that. So. Yeah, yeah. Right. I just, just nineteen ninety nine we're dealing with here. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. yeah. That was a while ago. Yeah, you're, you're not going to get someone interrupting John Malkovich at a restaurant these days and just right. saying, it's like, right, saying something I loved was like no one can name a John Malkovich movie in this film. <laughs> I know. No one. Because he, he's he's always the guy. Because back then, John yeah. Malkovich was not. I mean, he was a known commodity. He, he was, was Academy he, Award nominee. Yeah. yeah. But he was always kind of known as the guy that you've seen before. <laughs> I loved you in the Jewel Thief movie. <laughs> Jewel I loved you <laughs> in, as the mentally challenged person. Yeah. Right. Uh, <laughs> the funniest bit was just John Malkovich completely. Dropping acting and be going to puppeteering, yeah. And he's just like a fledgling puppet that no puppeteer that no one's like paying attention to. <laughs> and then suddenly he in became a worldwide sensation in and, puppeteering. Right. And it, it's just insane. Like the entire film is just insane. Mm-hmm. What about you, Lido? Okay, you so, rewatched this. Right? I did. I watched it back in 1999. I went to Blockbuster <laughs> with the wife, current wife, and we watched it. And we took it home. We watched it, and I, it blew my mind. 
because like I'm once again like I was older. I'm about um, I'm post high school at this point. Um, you know, a couple years out of high school, I, I went to film study class. So I have a film stu- one film study class under my belt. So I kind of know there's more than just regular blockbuster films out right. there, right? So I'm exploring. Um, you know, and blockbuster video helps you do that because all the stuff is right taken. There in front of you. Yeah, and, yeah. but it's most the good stuff's taken, so you gotta like take chances on other things. Like, okay, being by John Malkovich, let's check that out. Like, see the the case behind the cover, and like, all right, cool. You know, popcorn. You know, goobers. Let's go and check this out. Um, and then John Cusack's like a big. I'm a huge fan. Cause, you know, all his films growing up, uh, Better Up Dead and One Crazy Summer, and uh, you know, uh, High. Was it <laughs> having trouble? High fidelity. High fidelity, and then the one with. Um, oh, with, say anything. Say anything. Right. Yeah, I love those films. And then you know, Pretty in Pink, whatever. So I'm like, okay, cool. Let's do this. And then you had no idea. I had no zero idea. And then I I, I just found out today that Spike Jones. Spike Jones, right? Yeah. yeah. Spike Jones with a Z directed. I had zero idea that it was him until yeah. today. He was one of the weirdest directors yeah. ever. I love him. Well, yeah, yeah, no. yeah it's different. I love Dude, Spike her, Jones. Her, man. we mm-hmm. got to do that. Uh, we got to do everything. Oh, her would be a such yeah. a good episode. For uh, real. I, I was actually debating doing her. Yeah, well, it's Spike for this, Jones. But, that, but I, mm-hmm. I decided because you asked me, I'm just like, this is science fiction enough, I think, to be lumped into science fiction. The fact that it is sure. looking at it from a Almost psychological. Like, yeah, psychological. And, like, I guess I can. And there's a book like that they are that they that that kind of explains it mm. um, that they reference um, the the boss guy. Uh, what's his name? I forgot his name. Um, a hundred five year old man who is yeah. technically older than that. Right. Yeah, who doesn't have a speech impediment. <laughs> right. Exactly. But that guy, he's, he he's he knows the rules of this whole you know which aren't portal really explained. Yeah. No. Well, not really. No. Not really. Just. Some things are kind of like you know we've we've got a vessel, and there's a portal to his brain, and we get to like at 44, which is kind of sucks. It's like I'm going to be 44 in a couple of days, but I don't look as old as John Malkovich, but that's weird. No. I mean, the, I, it might be the bald thing. <laughs> yeah, makes him. He he does look a little weird. Yeah, but. no, he looks older than 44, if you ask me. Um, my, so my big question is, how does this idea? Where does this come from? How do, how does this get started? Like, well, where does the, how how does Charlie Kaufman come up with this idea? A lot of self examination. Mm-hmm. I mean, this is not a, a new idea. This is not an organic or idea. Charlie Kaufman came up right. with. We can trace this back to ancient Greece, mm-hmm. right? You know, right. The, the ship of thesis sure. paradox, mm-hmm. where you know the ship um, that's designed to sail for a million years. Yeah. You know, over time things break, things need to be replaced, and then. At some point, you replace all the components on the ship. Mm-hmm. Is it still the same ship? Yeah. yeah. Is it still the same ship? Uh, no, no, no. I was just oh. agreeing with you. It's 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 that idea. It's like, is it the same ship? Is it not the same ship? Well, but then there's like a uh, the sh- there's they used all the old parts in to a rebuild it. No, no. All, all the old parts in a museum and everything. Is that the real ship? Right. Because one ship's out there. It's an interesting concept to think about. So I think Charlie Kaufman looked at that and mm-hmm. was just, and you know, I mean, I get Charlie Kaufman in a way mm-hmm. that I think it, it, it that's kind of bizarre mm-hmm. because I think that way. Those are stories I think Wait, about. How do, how do you come up with a seven and a half floor? Like, where does that... <laughs> How do it's you, just absurd. Yeah. He, he's probably thinking, it's just like, what's the funniest gag I could think of at this yeah. moment? Yeah, it? probably. And he, it, he, also, it also lets and, you know that there's something off about this place. Yeah. Which 
kind of makes that's sense. That's true. When, when yeah, you, but like our hero like willingly goes through it and accepts it and thinks nothing of it. So is there something off about our hero? I don't think he willingly goes into. It. I think I think we're talking about Craig Schwartz. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I think even he is kind of like. Kind of like, what's going on here? Because the more he's stepping out of his comfort mm-hmm. zone and into the real world, mm-hmm. right? Because the only time Craig Schwartz actually feels okay, not okay, because I guess he just he has depression and insecurities like the rest mm-hmm. of us. Right. But the only time the weird stuff starts happening is when he decides to get a real job. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's a critique of. You shouldn't go out into the real world. Reality and and the real world, yeah. Like Be, you, being an introvert is the best thing for your health, for your me- fe- well, mental and physical he's, health. He's trying to make his wife happy because his wife right. is right. Yes, and that, and, and that w- worked out so well for him at the end of the film. I know. <laughs> right. I know. I maybe that's what he's talking about. Um, there's a lot. There's a lot of things he's talking. There's about. a few other things I want to touch on real quick. Um, I loved that little like explain like let's. It's in the, you know, when he gets hired and they give him, they show the little video of the seven and a half floor or whatever. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then the part where it's like a smaller woman or something. Uh, and yeah, you he built it for her. And, and, and so she would feel okay. And, and I thought it was just for, like, couldn't you just say this? Did you have to go, did you have to make a whole vi- video? Like, I love, at the time, I think I worked for Sears. Yeah. And I used to have to watch videos like this, like explaining kind of like the rules and like why they do stuff. So I was, I was cracking up and I was just remembering all that. But then he's, the, the part that's cracking me up like right now is the guy telling the little person, like, we're going to make this for your wretched kind. <laughs> Dude, you can't. You can't make you, you. I know I might be jumping ahead of the podcast. You cannot make this movie. Today. You can't make this movie today. You're wretched. You're wretched kind. And he's saying it with a heavy Scottish accent. He's like, and finally we'll find a place where you and your wretched kind can be comfortable. Like, like, yeah, just that. And thinking about it. And and when John Malkovich and Maxine are going to get married, and they go to to that one guy. I guess he's getting marriage papers or divorce papers or something. And. and he go, and that one guy at the office just goes like, "Sorry for that mm, at at reception." <laughs> oh, <right. laughs> just like he keeps saying, it. "Why?" You know, we really was, have to know sh- that she's it was, that. It was think, a lot of money I think pipe Kaufman pipe. was a little ahead of his time too, because like even watching those, I, I, I have to, I have to say, I love this. I love rewatching this film today. Like I loved it every second of it. Mm. Uh, I can't believe I haven't watched it since 1999. Um, I was just, I was just, I was overjoyed watching this film. I'm like, this is, this is awesome. Especially when you think about what it spurned. Yeah. Like it yeah. gave Spike Jones a career. Mm. Wow. Like you know what I mean? It gave Charlie yeah. Kaufman a career. It gave Charlie Kaufman a career. He's right. like, it, this is probably the one where it's like, this guy, he knows how to make a script. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and he's. You know, oh. three. This this had to win some sort of award. It was it, nominated for yeah, best, best original screenplay. Okay. It, it got. It was actually nominated for a bunch of stuff. It, uh, three Academy Awards. Catherine Keener got supporting. Oh actor. wow! She, yeah, she was awesome. Spike Jones got a best director nomination. It, it was and so, your first feature. Your first feature yeah. length movie. He got an Academy Award nomination uh, yeah. for best director. Wow, it, that's insane. Can I just say it was so weird seeing Catherine Keener because like at, at the beginning I go like. She looks kind of familiar, and and it's yeah. like, oh my god, it's the, it's the mom from 
uh, get out. And <laughs> she's was, she's been my crush mm-hmm. since I was thirteen. And, and, and uh, yeah, and a forty year old virgin she was in there. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah, for real. Um, one last thing I have to say: Charlie Sheen as the confidant. <laughs> Dude, when when they predicted what he would look like in seventy years, I lost it. Did did you know that originally Charlie Kaufman wanted his confidant to be Kevin Bacon? Oh, for real? Yeah, but John how, Malkovich. How did he's such a visionary? Like I know because I mean Charlie Sheen like you know derails himself, but like. Uh, you know, like, but Charlie Sheen is like, oh wait, and what? Wait, what is she like? A like a witch, like a transvestite witch or something? Or, or, or witch, dude. It's like, what, 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 let me know when you're done with her, <laughs> dude. Um, was <laughs> this a problem? <laughs> that whole scene where Charlie Sheen shows up, I don't know where he's just like, and he's and you, he says Charlie once, and you're like, who? Charlie has like. His, I'm thinking his therapist. <laughs> I just, Charlie, I just love. I forgot. Sheen. I forgot this entire film. Yeah, I watched it you, today for like the first time, almost, because I forgot <laughs> everything. I thought it was 13 and a half, but it was seven and a half. Yeah, it was like, 17 and a half. Seven, seven and, and a half. half. And I thought it was third. The floor was 13. Anyways, I watched this film for the first time today because it was so. Because I, I forgot everything. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I only remembered the floor was small, and people would fall into the. The freeway. Yeah. I think that's all I remember. You know, sometimes you just got to cut corners. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes, you, yeah. You <laughs> Dude, what, low overhead. But what, oh I, what I love about this movie so much, <laughs> one, is the stuff that doesn't matter, mm-hmm. but you're not asking questions. Oh, yeah. Do you think? You're not really, you might for a second ask why, and that's the thing that separates a good mm. script and a yeah. bad script for me, and we've talked about this before, oh, is when the audience is asking questions, mm. when the audience is watching a movie and go, well, what about this? Mm. And the more of those that start to compound, yeah. the worse the movie becomes. Yeah. yeah that's what yeah. separates a good movie from a bad movie. With this, there are so many questions but you're so not many. asking them as the movie plays out. I, well, I I think I yeah, that's what I that's I accepted it. I just yeah, accept, you just accept it. I accept it's like it. why John Malkovich, it doesn't matter. That's not part of the story. Yeah, that's yeah. not the story we're telling here. <laughs> I, it doesn't matter. For some reason when you were my, when you were talking about this, I could only think of like the anti version of that, where it's like, you know, you keep asking questions, but it doesn't matter. For some reason I thought of the room. Uh, where it's like you keep asking questions, yeah. So many questions, so that it, it like, becomes funny. Yeah. Well, it becomes bad first. Yeah, it becomes right? bad first, and then you start the, the more questions that get added on, it becomes hilarious. <laughs> now, why? And then the more, and then you start adding more questions yeah. on, and then it becomes so brilliant, so bad that it's brilliant. Yeah. So and then so good. brilliant. That it's funnier than any movie that's ever been yes, made. Why yes. is John Malkovich wearing an I love I, New York hat? I love <laughs> as in disguise. I, I, I like he's deep in disguise. Guy. But that, I wouldn't say that's a Charlie Kaufman thing. That's a Spike Jones mm. thing. Okay, that had to have been a Spike a Jones. Blue. Edition. I love. Like, I love off, New York hat. Yeah, yeah, I love New York. Hat. I I love. Uh, oh God, what was it? Uh, oh God, it's leave, it left me. Uh, Sorry, if you want, we want to keep on going, uh, I, I, it'll, it might come back. Uh, oh, okay. I think I think you touched on it real quick. Um, my favorite character was uh, Max, because Maxine, Maxine, because she's, she's like, she was just so free, like mm-hmm. she was so sure of herself. She knew what John wanted. She's like, no, 
I'm sorry. I said, I wish right. I said yeah, we'll swear. Yeah. Oh, the thing is, I, I, I bring it out of people. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but but then but then you're like you're you're full of shit. and she's like I know towards the end, mm. you know. So she kind of goes like backwards at her thing, you know what I mean? But yeah. like, but she is like no to the whole film pretty much because you know she's like. You know what about my you know body parts and he's like all right yeah i like your body parts <laughs> that, that, is, that is something though where it's like but she's so like she cuts through it mm -hmm. which is kind of cool and i think i don't know if that was around back then like a, f a strong female character like that the, no, no the, the, they existed like mm -hmm. annie hall was a strong female character yeah but to brash like that like to be like oh i'm sure they existed but like what makes that character great is she is unlikable she knows she's unlikable and doesn't care that she's unlikable. Well, but that I, makes her likable. Like, she's makes being, her like in a way, super desirable. I w I didn't like her, but I did. Uh, but here's the thing. Here's the thing. She has every reason to be unlikable to these people specifically, yeah. except maybe John Malkovich. She's very exploitative. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's it's like this loser. Well, no, even to John Malkovich. Yeah, no, no, no. That's why I was. That's why I was making the exception. Is uh, or, or why I was stressing it. It's like. You know, she has every right to be mean to all these people except John Malkovich because John Malkovich, like, he doesn't have any control in this situation. Right. He's being manipulated by, like, uh, Cameron Diaz and John Cusack. And, and like, Maxine's just, like, all on board. It's just, like, I, I don't feel comfortable about how John B Malkovich is being, especially when you go into his head and you go to his subconscious and you see all the sad things that happened to him in his life. Yeah. yeah. Every, well. Every, Sorry, go ahead. No, no, no. It's okay. So what I think, I think you're both right mm. about Catherine Keener, Keener's Maxine, mm. is she is likable, mm. but to people, who, she is that object of desire mm -hmm. that wouldn't give you the time of day. Right. Which you just find so attractive. It, it is. It's, it is incredibly attractive, but she wouldn't give you the time of day until you could do something for her, mm -hmm. which makes her bad. John Cusack is the most unlikable person and, in this film, and and I like how yeah I like is. how she exploited the whole situation, mm -hmm. like yeah. right off the money, like well let's make some money on this, oh, yeah. right? Yeah, that's so like kind of a human thing to do, like it is a human um, thing to do, and, and mm -hmm. it's like a crazy like direction for the story, you know, like because there's like no moral center, like you know, um, John Cusack's technically the good guy, but. You know, and he's he, the he protagonist. Would, he's he's the, not the yeah. good guy. He's the, yeah, but he would never in a million years dream about um, profiting on on he being in John Malkovich. Yeah, said, until and she came up with it. She came up with it. and She brought it to the table, and, and he's like, "Well, you know, I got yeah." Which leads me to one of my favorite lines of dialogue in the, in the entire film is when everybody's coming in and there's that schlubby guy. He's like, "Can I be anybody I want?" <laughs> and they're just like, "No, you can only be John Malkovich." <laughs> and then he goes, "Well, that was my second choice." <laughs> But okay, okay. <laughs> he just gives him two hundred dollars, two hundred clams. I yeah. just need to be someone other than me. Yeah. <laughs> he goes, he goes. I'm a fat man. <laughs> oh, man. Because being fat is miserable, you know. Oh yeah, dude. Oh, no, it's man. Great. But no, just that. Well, that was my second choice. Yeah. I, this. What was his favorite? Uh, what was his first? Favorite? <laughs> but the, once again, remove context, right? And the joke becomes funnier. What this is this this. Like you, like I want to write now. Like I mm. feel like I want to write that something. That movie made me want to write. It, it does. I, I watched that movie for the first time, and I said I wanted, I wanted I to be a writer. And through John Malkovich, or mm -hmm. being John Malkovich, I discovered, you know, Nietzsche and and Kafka. Yeah. And, and 
you know, philosophy and absurdism. And right. I, I just went there and I'm just like, this is an avenue, such a unique avenue of storytelling that I love. The exactly. thing that we're working on right now is nothing like that. No, absolutely not. No, it's uh, nothing like that. Well, but go I, ahead. Did you have you watched Smiling Friends? Oh, is that the cartoon? Yes. I've heard of it. I've not seen it, though. I'm, I'm curious how you would feel about Smiling Friends. Everybody tells me i got to watch it. Yes. Everybody says that I remember. Every episode, he tells me. Well, I mean, not every episode. It comes up a, a, a a quite bunch. a bit. Yeah, uh, everybody tells me that I remind them of a certain character on that show. Uh, hmm. I'm cu- it might be Pim, but uh, it might also be Alan. Uh, I'm, I'm curious how it... Which one would... I mean, I'm, no, I'm not making any sense. No, but, no, no, it's okay. But it, it, there's a... Weird, realistic absurdism to Smiley Friends that I, I'm curious how you feel about. I think that's everyone. And don't forget about me, Grace. I could have done it. Um, all right, well, did you do it? I, I mean, no, but I totally could have. Cool, anyways. There's, it, I, I wrote a short story. Mm-hmm. I haven't published it anywhere. It's do you about, want to tell us now? Yeah, yeah. Okay. It's called um, Transmetamorphosis, A Love Story. Okay. okay. It's about a guy who gets died, who, who, is starting to, he's starting to feel weird. So he goes to his doctor, and the doctor's just like, um, "I have some good news and I have some bad news." Okay. Would you Would you like the good news? And the guy's just, he was like, "What would you like first? He's like, "Give me the bad news." He's like, "You have a incredibly rare condition where you are turning into a beetle. You're turning into a bug, like metamorphosis." Like metamorphosis. Sure. Okay. And he's just like, "What?" He's just like, "It's a, it's it's incredible." And he just the doctor just keeps reemphasizing like it's incredibly rare, like a brain cloud. Yeah, and he's just like, "Is there anything you could do for me?" He's just like, "I mean, he's just like get an ant farm, <laughs> get comfortable in an ant farm. It's it's an incredibly rare condition." And then he's just like, "Okay, well, what's the good news?" He's like, "I'm having breakfast for dinner tonight, <laughs> and I am super excited." <laughs> but like, it, it it's essentially it's exploring this guy. You know, Kafka's metamorphosis mm-hmm. exists in this universe, and this guy actually has this disease. It's called Kafka syndrome, and he starts becoming a beetle. And um, it's everybody who loves him is just like, no, I swear to God, I will love you. I will love you. But as he starts, you know, slowly moving towards it, and everyone starts leaving, and and stuff. So yeah, that's that. I'll let you guys read it one of these. Yeah, oh, yeah, no, for sure. Yeah. But um, no, and and that just this movie kind of veered me into a direction because before this it was Star Trek, it was Star mm-hmm. Wars, it was Indiana Jones, and yeah, like yeah, Goonies, and Goonies. The, you know the movies that we grew up the watching. Blockbusters, right? But this, this was the first movie I watched mm-hmm. that I was just like, "There's other ways," yeah. and it really sent me down a direction where I started. I mean, for better or for worse, I'm miserable. I'm a miserable guy. Are you trying I mean, to achieve this? Oh what, yeah, no. Achieve, achieve misery at this level of of creativity or, or oh, I mean, I think everybody, I think everybody who gets into the arts should achieve mm-hmm. some sort of level, of, uh, some sort of command that yeah. Charlie Kaufman has. Right. I mean, but those are the themes I'm attracted to. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Those are the themes that kind of like my issues with the world aren't necessarily you know political or monetary. Mine are esoteric and bizarre. Like, why are we here? Mm-hmm. What's the point? And I think the genesis of that was watching this movie for the first time as a very young man. Yeah. And thinking about those things and going yeah. like, this is all a sham. It's all like, bullshit. Yeah, it's all, you said it again. <laughs> it's all bullshit. Like you take away, the, even if you take away politics, you take away everything else, 
you're going to die. Mm-hmm. And you had no choice but to be here. Right. Like, you didn't make the decision to come here. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, you are here, and now you're forced to play by these sets of rules. Right. Yeah. Or that die. The, that the political put in front. Yeah. You, weren't, you, you didn't choose to be born. You didn't choose where you wanted to be born. And you, you can't choose when you leave. The only mm-hmm. thing you have some control over is how you process those things, which mm-hmm. isn't fair. And I, you know, like I said, these themes are sort of the genesis. The way I think about the world, I think, was sort of influenced directly, not by this movie particularly, but definitely by Charlie Kaufman. Mm-hmm. Wow. Charlie Kaufman is my hero. Okay. Like, he's my favorite writer of film. I have other favorite writers, but right. yeah. Right. No, I think we've already segued into our themes. Yeah. Is there anything else you want to share about the meaning of this film? Like this particular film? Well, this film, I think it's it's What's very it's very revealing because, like mm-hmm. I said, I mean, we've talked about it a little bit in this podcast. It's just like, who are you? Are you the person you think you are? Are you the person that everyone perceives you as? And are you someone different to everyone else? Right. Can two souls coexist in a body? Right. Like, it, or, or are you just some sort of whisper inside a body if if you're there? Exactly. Are and, you the one controlling them, or it's just like so many so many odd questions? Wow. Yeah, who who are you? Like, mm-hmm. just the idea of self, just is so bizarre. It's just like I think we all go through life thinking that we can be somewhat what we want to be, but there are external things happening that kind of force your hand into a direction. Because <laughs> that's the great lie, right? Is mm-hmm. you know when we're little, we're told you can be the president of the United States of America. Every, yeah. That's yeah. not true. Yeah, you can't be. Some everyone's created equal, but you know some are more equal than others. Yeah, you know yeah, the Orwell mm-hmm. quote, um, and it's that's just what it is. It's just like who are you, and you know, like is uh, can you accept who you are, or are you trying to be someone else? I mean, I feel like we've talked about a lot about themes and such. For- just for uh, this episode, I mean, one question that came up is just like, technically, Emily is uh, Cameron Diaz's kid on, on on some technical term, you know? Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's just like, yeah, how, that, that is weird. Well, to she was about. inside of John Malkovich at the time. Yeah, even though it was John Malkovich's genetics. Mm-hmm. Even though it was genetics, she like, conceived the child. Yeah, she she was the one who got John Malkovich interested in it, mm-hmm. and, and it's just like. If she wasn't there, it would have happened. So in a weird metaphysical sense, she is the father of Emily. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, oh, God. This... And John Cusack is the baby. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, trapped. Trapped, yeah, in, trapped, the trapped in the baby. He, yeah. has, right. he, he thankfully is only a whisper, like One less, of the less, than a whisp- less than a whisper inside her head. Yeah. But uh, he's in there. He can't control her, though. Yeah. Because he went in too early. Yeah, he went in too early. Uh, but oh my God! It, Which is it, a good. What happened to John Malkovich point. at the end of this film is so sad. It is just like. But he got what he deserved. John Malkovich? Oh, I'm I'm sorry. I thought you said John Cusack. John John Malkovich. What happened to John Malkovich at the end is so sad. Yeah. I just go like that is. Oh, with all those a, old people go inside. It's almost mean spirited. Yeah. It's like. Is John Malkovich even in there anymore? Well, I think that that comes up to some facts. You wanted me to bring some facts about the movie. Um, yeah, we'll get there. We'll get, oh, okay. uh, yeah, okay. we'll uh, some 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 story bits. Yeah, um, of the making of it. But um, all I could just think of at that final when he's like multiple people. All I, all I can think of is the Legion quote: "Our name is Legion. We are many, for we are many." Yeah. And I just go like, "Oh God, it really is just super creepy." This I, I wrote down in my notes. I wrote down, 
uh, where around what time was it? Uh, this movie has become real creepy, really, really quick. And <laughs> oh, what moment was that for you? I think it was. Yeah, it was. Af- it was definitely after like uh, jo- uh, John Malkovich having sex with uh, Maxine while Cameron Diaz is was in, it in, her, in her. In and his I, head. yeah, and I go like, is yeah, is this technically rape? It, it, is yeah. John Malkovich like he he didn't have any say in it whatsoever? No, he didn't. Oh yeah. Oh, uh, and what about where it's like when? Wait, no. <clears throat> Doesn't John Malkovich isn't he attracted to Maxine? And he is, <clears throat> but the way it was happening. Yeah, yeah. His his mind was being the first one too. or the second one. The second time. No, when he started, I, well, any time really, because when Craig enters her head, mm-hmm. his head, and she and she's just, remember when? Uh, well, at first it was Emily that entered his head and got her. Emily. Uh, uh, Cameron Diaz. Cameron yeah, Diaz. Cameron Di- yeah. Cameron Diaz got inside his head and made essentially made him call Maxine. She was right. the one who technically started us down this path of him getting involved. Uh, John Malkovich getting involved That's with Maxine. Right. But oh god, I even remember it's it's there's even a creepier scene where it's like uh, John Cusack uh, makes uh, Cameron Diaz call Maxine to get to call John yeah. Malkovich, and it's so it's even weirder rape because it's like she's expecting uh, Cameron Diaz to be inside John Malkovich, but it's actually John Cusack inside Ma- Ma- uh, John Malkovich. Every, everybody's yeah. getting raped, but yeah. she's but she's kind of okay with it. She's kind of okay that he, yeah, went, that, he did that all is, that. That is the weird thing where it's just like. Well, because she mm-hmm. acknowledged, she was like, I'm attracted to you, but only inside yeah. Malkovich. But if it were an, if it well, were, if it were any other occasion where it's just like, you uh, kind of lied in order to get uh, sex, and it's just like, would, would that be would that be considered moral? No, like, not, nothing about this yeah. movie's moral. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, there's no moral. There's no moral <laughs> compass here. here. <laughs> yeah, there's, there's. The most moral c- character is John Malkovich in a monkey. Yeah. <laughs> I would say so. Do how about yeah, like getting a, a whole cutscene of Elijah's um, trauma and it coming into like, like, like what is it called? Like a hurry, yeah. son, untie the ropes <laughs> before they come back. <laughs> the payoff, the setup, and the payoff. Yeah. Like it's a small thing, and like oh, because she's talking in in the kitchen. He's like, I think you know he went to the psychologist or I think he has an ulcer. Yeah, right? he's like it's probably some childhood trauma. And like if you didn't catch that line, right, you, you wouldn't, wouldn't get that you whole get it. scene. That but, he, that that, that is happened. a setup. Yeah, but like yeah. I said, what what I think Kaufman's trying to say there is the simpler minds are often the heroes. Mm-hmm. Right. Okay. Yeah. The, the simpler you are, mm-hmm. the more you are going through so much, and that you can rise to the occasion. Mm-hmm. You know, like you know, look at Forrest Gump, the yeah. movie about the. Uh, yeah. 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 You know, like I, he he makes. Hey, Tropic Thunder pointed out that he is not in, de- in fact that. <laughs> That's true. That's true. <laughs> Good call about Tropic Thunder. Yeah. yeah. Great movie. <clears throat> yeah. Not science fiction. I would love full. to talk about it, but it's it can't we can't not for this show. You went full, yeah. But um, <clears throat> yeah, no. And then she's in the cage, and then they're like they're still in the cage. Like she's in the cage for the first time, and the monkey's there, and then like she just kisses him. <laughs> like, yeah, it's just like a little moment, <laughs> like a human Char- moment. Kaufman's obsessed with monkeys. Is he? <laughs> yeah. There, there was another movie. It it was like probably one of his worst, and I forget what it's called, but it was about. Like they unfroze a cave person. Oh, okay. And something like that. I don't really. Not caveman. Like, no, no, no. Not Encino man. Encino man. Not Encino man. No. man. no, no, no. <laughs> it was something like that. I'll have to. I'll have to look it up. But he did make a movie about that. Um, I. I mean, 
Yeah, I mean, conscious. I, I really don't have much for the themes. I think consciousness, you know what it means. Mm-hmm. I mean, they, they hit you with the theme right off the rip uh, when he's talking to the camera and talking to the audience saying, you know, um, this is a curse or this is a blessing. Who knows? Let's explore it in this film moving forward. And what does it mean to be a person and alive and human and have a soul and not have a soul? What is a soul? I mean, and it's just like all these things you bring up in philosophy class and, and that the ancient philosophers yeah. tried to tackle and are still trying to. The second somebody saw a dead body and realized and recognized that everyone was around them was dying mm-hmm. and that, oh, that's going to happen to me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's when it all went downhill for humanity. Mm-hmm. was the second we realized. We were like, oh, we're that's what's going to happen to me too. Mm-hmm. Is when it all went downhill. Yeah. Oh, that's just a little uh, an Knowing aside. our fate, kind of like. Yeah. I don't know. Like it's coming down the pipe and it's like, coming down for everyone. Opens up our eyes. Isn't there isn't there a quote in here about, you know, opening up your eyes and so, something so, like that? Uh, so many things that are just that are just being brought up just by like, this movie. Uh, continue over the head I mean, all, all the time. I mean, truly, what is the strange power that Malkovich exudes? <laughs> it's it's the same thing that any f- person with any fame exudes. <laughs> <laughs> He's an actor. Yes. How do you like acting? It's rewarding. (laughs) (laughs) But the way he said it's very rewarding. I I, uh, uh, quote this whole movie. I didn't know this movie was this quotable. I don't remember it being. I love this movie. I'm going to be quoting this movie. I want to watch this movie again. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh, and for a theme that uh, this just came to mind. It's just like when you finally like you know for this whole movie he's been wanting recognition and everything, Uh, and you know finally he he games it in the form of. John Malkovich. Right. But it's just like, you know, then they hold Cameron Diaz hostage. No. He holds Cameron yeah. Diaz hostage. No, 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 not Cameron Diaz. Uh, at the end when he's in John Malkovich and he they That's hold right. Maxine hostage. You know, it's just like he has this all, all his power. Is it really worth giving up? Uh, I, I just love the line. Jesus, we're going to kill your kill your wife, you lunatic. <laughs> it's just, it reminds me of that scene in Willy Wonka. At, uh, Willy... <laughs> Uh, Willy Wonka in the Chocolate Factory, where uh, uh, the, these men have this woman's uh, husband hostage, and it's just like, uh, what? Well, what are they? What do they want? I'll give. I'll give them anything. Anything. They want your entire stack of chocolate Wonka bars. Well, they gave me some time to think about it. Give me some time to think about it. Oh my God! There's just so much to mm-hmm. unravel with this movie. I just see it as a whole another I, I have never I never I thought it was like a serious film, mm-hmm. you know, growing up. Uh, you know, my recollection of it, my nostalgia of it is like it was a serious film, but I'm like, no way. It's completely comedy to the max. Um It's so it's, funny. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's super funny and um it, the part where he's like um learning how to use Ka- uh, uh Malkovich for the first time and he's mm-hmm. like kinda like and I'm just thinking about Malkovich's acting. Yeah, you know, and just like how he's got to act like someone's mm-hmm. in there and someone's trying to get out. Well, but no, he's, he's, he's got to act like John Cusack, yeah. like yeah, Craig like, Schwartz. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, and then check. Yeah, sorry, I think I lost the mic for a sec. Yeah, he's got to act like John Cusack, being himself. Which you said, Tropic Thunder, which mm-hmm. is like, you know, you're a, you're. I'm a dude you're, playing a dude inside <laughs> another dude. Exactly. Yeah. It's like that's acting. You know what I mean? That's what it is. Yeah, it's almost like putting up, you know, a mirror to it. It's unbelievable. Um, but to. Your point mm-hmm. when you were talking about fame, yeah. there's a line by Kurt Cobain. Mm-hmm. There's a Kurt Cobain line that I really resonate with. 
um, that's I want the adoration of John Lennon with the anonymity of Ringo Starr. Oh. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, if you saw Charlie Kaufman, I think that's what Charlie Kaufman, would you recognize Charlie Kaufman? I don't think so, no. I, I might, but he just kind of blends in. Yeah. But you say the name. He, he looks like Nicolas Cage to me from Adaptation. Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> yeah. So you go up to Nicolas Cage, are you, are you Charlie Kaufman? Right. But yeah, I mean, and I think Charlie Kaufman has that because the name Charlie Kaufman is so revered and it carries such weight. But he's also anonymous. Yeah. Exactly. It, it, it did kind of... Uh, ring with me a little bit, but I guess you brought it up. He really is just one of the most generic-looking men ever, yeah. huh? Yeah, yeah. It's just, yeah, really. Like I remember, I remember we uh, a, a little disclosure here. We we tried to do an episode of what was it? Uh, Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind. Yeah. We tried to, but we lost the audio. Sorry, folks. We'll we'll work on that. Oh, I'll come back for that one. No, no, we, no, we, no. Got, we got it scheduled. We, we got, got it scheduled. Oh, okay. We're gonna, we, we're we're gonna work on that. But uh, throw it out there. We'll do it sometime. But uh, yeah, the director of Eternal Sunshine looks exactly Michelle like Michelle Gondry. Yeah, he yeah. looks like exactly like Charlie Kaufman. In a and way, he, he's just so Charlie Kaufman is so generic. But and I think he might. Uh, but now that you kind of brought this up, I feel like Charlie Kaufman probably appreciates that. Yeah, I think like, he does. I think Charlie Kaufman val- and I get it. I uh, like as somebody who writes, mm-hmm. I like solitude. I really enjoy solitude. Oh, I get that. Parties, yeah. I'm not are not for me, man. Like I like being alone, and I understand mm-hmm. the. I, I I've come to a point where I, I have become writerly. I don't even go out and do stand-up much anymore mm-hmm. because I'd rather be at home thinking about my next piece. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'd rather... I'm creating worlds in my head And you pop out like an Instagram post a day that's, you know... <laughs> absurd. Yeah. Like, I just love absurdity. Like, you were telling me the other day, and it was hugely flattering. You were like, you make me laugh on a consistent basis. Exactly, mm-hmm. yeah. And I'm just like, well, thank you. <laughs> I, I know that. I f- I, I f- Which is a good sign. It's a sign of a professional. I, I'm a pro. I yeah. mean, I am, yeah. I kind of, I kind of get you in a way because, like, I, I, I like writing. It's something I w- want to try and get into one of these days. Uh, I feel like whenever I want to convey thoughts or, or feelings, at, you know, that I'm experiencing, I feel like the best way for me to convey them is through writing rather than like trying to sp- speak. I'm the same way, yeah. dude. I'm the same way. Like, if I'm trying to convey complex mm-hmm. feelings of emotion. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna stumble and I'm gonna say something I don't mean. Like, but when I craft it, mm-hmm. it's different. Like, say I want to try and do a review for a movie or something. It's yeah. just like, oh, this movie really spoke to me. I can't really just go in front of a camera and like just say my thoughts. I need to like really like write down which like why I thought this worked, why I didn't think it worked, and yeah, it's, I, I, it's, it's weird to think, but I feel like I communicate more. Uh, uh, See, right, even right now, I'm having that trouble. Where it's 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 like. All right, so we got to move forward. Do yeah. you have any stories behind the stories uh, on this film? Yeah, and dude. Like, there's a lot of there's a few inter. I, I just picked the select few inter. Okay. Really yeah. interesting yeah. things. There's a couple. This. Uh, John Malkovich uh, apparently uh, told Charlie Kaufman that he worked in a building that had a seventh and a half floor. Oh, so maybe that's how it came to be. Well, no, mm. no. Kaufman didn't know oh, that John really? Malkovich. Did it was just an odd coincidence. And did they make it a lower ceiling for the lower <laughs> overhead? <laughs> I, don't know. I, don't know. I don't know if they went there, but um, uh, the other one, Francis Ford Coppola, 
got the script to John Malkovich. Oh, he's, he passed it to him? Yeah, he passed it to him. And, and it was the script called Being John Malkovich? Yeah. Oh, my goodness. And Kaufman always said that it was John Malkovich or no one. Wow. Yeah. So that's 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 great. Like the, the cojones. Yeah. Exactly. Thank you. The stones. The stones. Kaufman right. had, and that's just knowing your, your thing, sticking to your guns. Because honestly, me, I would disagree with Kaufman there. I don't think it matters who is in the head, but um, apparently John Malkovich, when at, thought that Charlie Kaufman was mad at him for some reason. When he read the script, even though he couldn't remember ever meeting Charlie Kaufman, he was like, do you hate me? And Charlie Kaufman was like, no, I'm just telling a story. Right. And the first thought um, John Malkovich had was, why not Tom Cruise? Like, why wouldn't it be being Tom Cruise? Like, he's handsome. He's well, way more established than me. He's just like, no, it's John Malkovich. (laughs) And apparently, here's another fact. They went to the new line, almost dropped the film. They dropped the film. And Michael Stipe and all the producers were in the room. They were like, why can't it be being Tom Cruise? Oh, they wanted Tom Cruise. They wanted Tom Cruise. Oh, wow. And originally, Malkovich was interested in producing and directing it. He didn't necessarily want to act or be John Malkovich and being John Malkovich. Interesting. Yeah. I wonder if he played himself like as himself or he played himself as like a lower... Like, he seemed very... I'm sure it was a caricature yeah, I'm sure of he who was, he was. He seemed very like... Uh, thespian type person you know he's in a play and he's like doing his lines and he's so uh-huh. like like i wonder if that's really him or if, if he was doing like well, I, I guess i guess he was a character yeah so that's it was, pretty cool it was just a character um there's some uh, ori- uh originally they didn't they almost didn't cast cameron diaz because they just couldn't see her as lottie they're just well, like you're beautiful right like, we need a frumpy <laughs> i mean good on her if she she's really unrecognizable in this film she's great dude. yeah was she going for the oscar with this one or you think with the whole you know no i think you know. this was still really early in cameron diaz's career because she, she did the mask only three years earlier right yeah i know and she was you know bombshell blonde yeah, yeah. uh the it girl and you know there's something about mary's coming up soon i think yeah. there's, in there's her career. a career there's a really like dirty quality to this film or or, or yeah very like because they go in the they end up dirty at the end well, of the no, two it's, it's even like john cusack's like hair yeah. isn't well kept right. like cameron diaz's hair isn't well kept everyone's always falling into to the dirt this is the segment of society mm-hmm. that i find fascinating mm-hmm. it's the people that live in squalor mm-hmm. and in filth and they're no less people but we don't mm-hmm. think about them Oh yeah, uh, you know, we don't think about in these those cramped people. apartments when you know, yeah, yeah neighbors like, pounding on the ceiling. Shut up, Kaufman does. Mm. Yeah, yeah, no, it, it it's almost like uh, hu- the human human mindset is fascinating. Like just how we go about and everything. I I've talked about it to G- Lito before. I really like JCS criminal psychology. I, I just like trying to understand the human mindset and just like why someone might act a certain way you know it's just like this movie is just like uh oh god i think i lost my train of thought there uh, no, but okay. I, I i just like you know just like trying to understand it and just like you know movies like this it's just interesting to see how people react to like this kind of thing where it's like hey there's a portal that lets you go into john malkovich's head and just like how people would react it's a to study that. it's yeah. a study of how people mm-hmm. respond to ex- ordinary people respond to respond to extraordinary things mm-hmm. did did it make sense for you guys when john malkovich went into his own head and he saw 
everybody as himself. Does yeah. that, that make sense to you? Yeah. I, that makes zero sense well, I feel, I feel like he's not there anymore. I think he's in his own like weird and the, mind world. And there was somebody else in there, too. Yeah, there was someone else in there. And he's, so, so he's experiencing John Malkovich going through an existential crisis. Yeah, he's he's John Malkovich. <laughs> that was great. It's, it, it's, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a critique of ego. Mm-hmm. It's okay. ego. It's, it's ego. an ego thing. It's yeah. ego... And it's a it's, visualization of in ego? his brain, the only thing that exists is John Malkovich. Oh, so everything's every word, every everything is everything. Everything is him. Uh, every- Malkovich, Malkovich, wow. Malkovich, 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 Malkovich. Yeah. I, I needed some. I needed someone to make sense. That does. I thank you. Yeah, yes. no problem. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Raj, do you have any stories, uh, tidbits, facts about the movie here? Uh, I guess I got somewhat too. Uh, I'll just kind of go. I, I found it fascinating that John Malkovich in this film is called John Horatio Mac- Malkovich. <laughs> I guess it's it's some way to distinguish this isn't the real John Malkovich because his real name is not John Horatio Malkovich from right. from what I could find. Like like we needed Kaufman to clarify. Yeah, this is not really. <laughs> this is not John... a documentary, guys. Yes, this this <laughs> this is not real life. This is a joke. Right. Uh, except for Charlie Sheen, he's he's real. <laughs> he's gonna be like he is real. he's, he's gonna, the only guy that was kind of real in the entire Charlie thing. Sheen. He, he's gonna be he's so fat, funny. balding, middle aged. It's yeah. seven years. Comb over. Yeah, yeah comb, awesome. He, he looks. So oh, I love the nicknames. He's like Mal. He's like Machine. He's like Malcatraz. <laughs> uh, and the only other interesting fact that I was able to discover was. Apparently, David Fincher made a cameo. In yeah, this he film. did. He did. That's awesome. Yeah, David Fincher made an uncredited cameo. David Fincher, who I would totally as- associate with this kind of genre. Yeah. Uh, Absolutely. And, and there might be a bit of a David Fincher recommendation coming up soon. Oh. oh. How about that? Um, my only thing is, I got, I got two things. One thing is, I loved watching the movie adaptation, which has scenes that are shot, that, are, that they're shooting. Being John Malkovich, and he's like the yeah. writer, and he's like he's you trying know. to think about ad- uh, adapting Susan Orlean's book. Yeah, yeah. on the on the flower, um, the orchid, thief. the or- yeah, the orchid thief, and um, so I loved watching the ad- um, that movie, the movie adaptation, and seeing the making of um, John- being John Malkovich in the film. It's just so like, whoa, this is so weird. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? So that's the thing, and I'm thinking about the the people who made the set. Oh, for the seven and a half floor. Having I, I come from a construction background and having to work in building office spaces. Um, and the people who had to build a, that set must have been so annoying. Because, <laughs> I mean, the ceilings were, like, right there. I mean, they had to work on their knees. I just felt bad, like, thinking about the people who had to make the set. I know it's yeah. kind of a weird thing to think about. No, that's a great, but that's like, a great point. That's something I never considered. <laughs> yeah. So, like, how did – I mean, those people had to make the little doors, and they put the – they put – it's hilarious. You you wouldn't notice, but there's like the light switches are a regular height, 18 inches off the floor, but it's towards the top of the door because the doors are lower. So, but they still put the light switches on 80, 88, you know, height. <laughs> for See, those who- are things I would never notice. <laughs> you gotta, you know, so that's that's that that made me laugh. Um, they didn't put the light switches lower. You know what I mean? Right. To like make it look like a look like, but they. You know what, dude? Now that we're thinking, forty-two inches, the, the light switch just needs to be forty-two inches off the floor. I'm sorry. So. As a little aside here, two of my top five favorite movies of all time have John Cusack in it. Oh wow! Yeah, that's so weird. That's great. Can we ask what the other one is? Yeah, High Fidelity. High Fidelity. Okay. Right there, you go. 
Yeah. That's what he goes back, right, to, like, he, he, he the revisits, store. Yeah, yeah, he revisits his uh, top five worst breakups. Yeah, that, that movie pops in my head all the time. For I some always reason. think a great soundtrack. Yeah, maybe off the record we'll but, talk about that. A John yeah. Cusack movie I want to watch is that piano movie, the piano one with movie. Elijah Wood. Uh, Elijah Wood is on a piano, and uh, uh, he, uh, he, uh, he gets a letter. It's just like, you. Uh, Elijah Wood is like a nervous pianist, and he's on a show, and John Cusack uh, calls him and says, like, if you mess up this performance, I'm going to shoot you. Is this a new film? No, this has been out for like a while now. I can't remember. Oh, wow. I can't remember it. Uh, if you watch on YouTube, if you go on YouTube uh, when this comes out, I'll uh, I'll show an image of what it is, but it's a... Just if you're really looking for it, just type in Elijah Wood, John Cusack piano movie. You know what's also good, John Cusack? The one where he's like a hitman. Uh, yeah. Uh, so, uh, oh, oh my God! I know exactly what you're talking about. Um, Edgar Allan Poe movie? No, 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 no. I think it's the name of a city, right? And he goes back yeah. to his hometown. And uh, do you guys remember that Edgar Allan Poe? These movie? are good. These are good '90s films. Um, and that's kind of like a wacky, wacky film. Gross Point Blank. Gross Point Blank, right? Yeah. Uh, Michigan, right? Yeah, yeah. That was a fun one. Uh, that was, was kind of wacky, one. and then you know, love mm-hmm. and loss, and oh, and I, I, I you know, know this I, is what it looks like to be in love. That's the quote from this movie, right? But like, that's totally him in every movie, just like lost love, lost person, unrequited love person. He plays oh, it so well because yeah, I don't. Oh yeah, and and uh, this, uh, I I think I want to stress this. Every actor in this movie is great. I don't think there's a single there, bad performance. No, in this there, film. there's a, a every performance is fantastic. Every performance hits the mark. Mm-hmm. What about all the cameos? You touched you touched on it, Raj, uh, with David Fincher. What about the rest of them? I mean, uh, all, the only other one I know is like Charlie Sheen. Sheen. Yeah, it's just. Well, you, did you see Hanson? Chris Hansen? Hansen showed up. Hansen, the the musical group. Oh no! In the I, Grammys, in the Grammys, when John oh Hansen, that's right, <laughs> they're in the audience. I, yeah. That's I, right. I'm I'm not a Hanson guy, so I didn't recognize it. Yeah, Andy Dick was in it. Andy Dick was in it. Uh, Brad Pitt. Oh, Sean yes, Penn. Sean Penn. Yeah, yeah because Sean yeah, Penn. that's right. <laughs> Talking about how wonderful of a puppeteer John Malkovich. Is. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> how everybody's gonna follow suit. It's, it's Sean, yeah, Sean Penn's <laughs> about right. to get into it. He wants to get into puppeteering. But he doesn't want right. to do it right away because then he doesn't want to be like a follower. You know. Yeah. He doesn't and, and this is this is another thing. This is another thing that brought up. It's like there are probably people out there who are really good at what they do, but they haven't got the attention of it. But when John Cusack takes over John Malkovich, like he becomes a puppeteer, yeah. he becomes like really well known, and people love him for it. So I guess it's in some ways it's like going like just sometimes you might just have to know the right people or something for your yeah. career to like really uh, absolutely who you know, yeah, or who you are, yeah. Mm-hmm. So um, that being said, AJ, yeah, how would you make this film better? Okay, I would make. So there's a couple things about this movie mm-hmm. that one or two things that I disagree with, and that's so bold of me to say I disagree with Charlie Kaufman. No, mm-hmm. this is great. I would have made Lottie a stronger character. Oh. I thought she was, like, way too submissive, and she just seemed just weak. Uh, hmm. I, I, I don't know about it. feel that. I feel like... She is she that won. that gen- I, she- I, I feel like she is that generic woman that you never expect anything out of it, and so when she makes a huge turn, she makes a huge shift. Right, but I mean, fifteen there were, minutes. Right, but there's there. I would have made, I would have made Lottie harder and Maxine softer. Well, I mean, uh, ah. uh, 
I mean, I, f I feel like you kind of get that at the ending. I mean, Lottie even goes on that whole stick where she tries to murder Maxine. Right. No, I, right. But I said, but then I, I wanted to see a little bit more of that out of her throughout the movie. I mean, there, I mean, the movie doesn't suffer. I'm nitpicking here. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm nitpicking because it's as close to a perfect movie that exists. Sure. So, like, if I'm finding something, I think Lottie, I wanted more Lottie. Uh, and I wanted Maxine to be a little softer. I, I feel like... See, because I disagree with you a little bit about Maxine. I don't, I don't think she has a redeemable quality outside of the fact that she's hot. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I don't find her to have a redeemable quality. I guess we we will we'll agree to disagree there. I, 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 I guess in my regard, I don't I don't think sorry. she's redeemable. I just think that you think she's, it's a good character. I think it's a good character that she's just who she is and she's about like her and she's yeah. super selfish and she's super like and she's unapologetic. About right. It. Yeah. I wanted to see more humanity in it because by the end, when I see her happy, mm -hmm. I'm like she doesn't deserve to be happy. But maybe that could have been what Charlie Kaufman. Sometimes people you don't saying, like are going to get happy endings. Right, right. You know, and um, you know, she had the baby. Um, that, you know, that actually that uh, Cameron, Cameron Diaz. Diaz wanted. Yeah. So, um, and then now she's in the relationship, but they're happy because it's all sunshine. It's not mm -hmm. raining out or anything. Like, you know, it's not gloomy. So, I mean, they're obviously happy. But um, I, I don't I, know. I think I think she, she, you know, she she's just like she's herself. She's herself. She's not. You know what I mean? She's yeah. confident. I don't know what she does. Like, what was her job? Plus, they don't have to <laughs> plus, plus, there is that aspect where it's like... So, so career-wise... The only reason Maxine ever ended up in his in, in his life is because but, he wanted to cheat on his wife. Yeah. And well, I go like... Yeah, but without her, like... The movie this, doesn't work. It doesn't work. doesn't happen. Yeah. Like, John Malkovich doesn't mm -hmm. become the puppeteer that, you know... that He, he wanted, always he wanted, wanted to, be. to be. Yeah, and, and John Cusack doesn't... He gets, you know, to live... That's, you know, life that he's probably dreamed of, you know, through his art and creativity. And like I said, I mean, if the, those she pushed him and I don't know, I think that's what he needed. And I feel like Lottie worked perfectly for the story uh, because like even then you get the weird absurdist joke. She cut through the BS yeah. is what I'm saying. She cut through the BS. Right. And I, but like I said, if I, I appreciate if I that, have I, to pick, I appreciate it. If I have to pick things, you could yeah. just say I would try to make it better is I would try to make Lottie better. I mean, you could probably just say it's like, uh Maybe I don't have anything to change. No, no, because I've always thought that. Mm -hmm. I've always thought the way that they portrayed, that the way Lottie was portrayed, it, 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 definitely in the first half of mm -hmm. the movie, was kind of like, she is a victim here, and she doesn't have to be this way. I was, yeah, I would have nice. given her some more stones, yeah. She's yeah. too nice. Yeah, Lottie was like, maybe she get a job. I don't know. But, you know, but yeah. she's like, really? Wait, no, like, get, go get a job. Yeah, well, yeah, exactly. And, right. And, it, it and he made, felt bad. He's like, oh, I'm making her feel bad. I, bad. I, best, I better go look for a job. You it would have like, made Craig. But, but she's like, no, like, t tell me what it is. You want me. I guess. Yes, I want you. You're like, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. like, I, I guess, I guess she, in my regard, it's it's like, I. Maxine's cool. Uh, uh, I guess in my regard, I, I think of the Lottie thing as like uh, the the shocking change in personality wouldn't be as shocking if she was like more like assertive, and so that's where it's just like the weird absurdism is just like oh yeah, I but to me the shock doesn't make that to me like that character arc is I don't think that that character arc's interesting enough mm. to make her a simp at the beginning of the movie. Oh, essentially. Well, I mean, the biggest. Yeah, that's that's something I wrote down. Like, yeah. John is the biggest simp in this yeah. entire film. Oh yeah, he, it's insane. Yeah. Like, um, simp. Yeah. It's What's it's a simp. A simp is a guy who is, like, I'm gonna grow. Un uncontrolled. Yeah. Oh. yeah. 
is uncontrollably in in love or in lust with some with a female. Yeah. Okay. And it's just it to the point where it's just like I'll spend everything on you, baby. Just pay attention to me. Yeah, I'm uh, a pay pig. I'm gonna okay. lick your boots. Yeah. <laughs> I gotcha. Yeah, he, yeah he's dominatrix just, he, being he, dominated. He's right. only yeah. known her for like three seconds, and, the, and oh, he's in love yeah, with her. He's in love with her, and right. it's just like he's trying to completely undo yeah. his marriage. It's just like, oh lord. Uh, uh, so was that the only two you want to change? Yeah, I. Th- those are the things I would change. Okay. If I had to pick, if I had to like pick, but I guess I wouldn't even really change those. Mm-hmm. What about you, Raj? You want to you want to say anything, Leo? I, I I got something super tiny and super small. Mm-hmm. Like it's super annoying that I even thought of it. That like when he uh, John Malkovich, um, and uh, is doing the puppeteering, mm-hmm. uh, and doing the act that we see at the beginning. Um, so obviously John, uh, John Cusack is, is using the, his body and doing the moves and which I thought was great acting by the way, mm-hmm. like he, it's so oh, it's fantastic. It's, yeah. He's throwing himself into that performance. I love that. But the part that just, just, just took me out of the film a little bit was he puts this, the disc in the, the CD player of the song that. You know what are the, what are the chances that he's got the right disc sitting there ready to go right. into the into the into the player? I just thought it was super convenient. I don't know. I don't know how to fix that, but I'm just saying like I caught it and I was like, ooh, mm. like. But I don't know why it just bothered me that like. Well, if you know. caught it, then it's something that you would have thought. Yeah, like yeah. I, maybe I would have fixed it somehow. Maybe not had that scene of him putting the disc in and just had the music playing. You know how they put music in. That you, that's not really playing in the scene, but it's playing in the movie, and just have him do the dance. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um. So, uh, I guess I got two. I guess two things popped up. Yeah. One, while I love the gag, old Charlie Sheen does kind of look like he's a uh, wearing like a cap. Mm, okay. Uh, I guess I maybe change that, and I guess on a more serious, uh, more more serious, but it's not like to be taken under seriously. Uh, I, I, you know, I go into this movie and I go like, oh, people are inside John Malkovich. Uh, he's going to, uh, and I, I went in with the idea of people control him. Uh, but that only happens a little bit. I, I really would have liked to have seen like John Malkovich just like changing, like, uh, changing his performance every time someone enters his like mind. Yeah. I, I think that's something I would have been like, oh, that would have been neat to show off his acting abilities. Just like maybe he, he, uh, uh, he would have gotten a Best Supporting Actor nomination in a movie called Being John Malkovich. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been hilarious. That's like taking Spanish when you know how to speak Spanish. <laughs> Support. Did you? Do you know how to speak Spanish? Yeah. Did you take Spanish? I did. That's hilarious. <laughs> did you pretend like you didn't know? No, I I, I let it be known that I yeah uh, I was taking an easy grade that's hilarious <laughs> yeah well they used me as like say it for real Lito. i'm like okay how do you say being john malkovich in uh spanish, in spanish? yeah uh uh i don't know haciendo john malkovich yeah. <laughs> uh i guess that's all i got for yeah. like things i'd change and like i said these things are just nitpicky yeah, yeah it's super nitpicky Be- I, I don't even know why i even brought it up but mm-hmm. i'm i had thought of it and i'm like Man. yeah we were all trying to think of something we it was would hard change yeah i i had to hard. i had to pause i had to give it to Lido because i needed to think and it's just yeah. like it would have been it would have been a neat thing but uh there have been a, a lot of movies that uh, in recent memory that have been like oh we're gonna do multiple uh we're gonna 
uh, we're gonna do multiple multiple like roles for you to do. Where it's just uh, split, for instance. It's just like, oh, you, you want to uh, keep changing your performance to pretend like there's someone else inside right. you. Yep. Maybe that would have been cool. As a father, the little girl watching the puppets. Oh yes, no, that wall, was that was a little hard for me to watch. <laughs> for for one thing, like <laughs> I, I I feel like he as a not father, that was hilarious. <laughs> I feel like, yeah, no, same here. I know, yeah. and I would have I was yeah. you like ten years yeah, ago, yeah. but I, now I'm me, and it's like it's hard to like. Yeah, he, I would have punched, you it, know, like it, what are you doing? Well, it's, he got what he deserved. Yeah, well, well that's real. the thing. And then, I, I, and then I, she's like again. <laughs> oh yeah, no. That, that is. A, I'm an artist. It really is like one of those not again kind of yeah. moments. But I, I was thinking to myself, it's like okay, he's putting on a show. He can't really change the show because there's someone. There. But does the show need to be public? Uh, like, I mean, like, he's trying to get money. What he's the trying thing to get is, is like it's a public. It's like a public space. Like that, a show like that needs to be like you pay, and then you know you you know what you're getting into. Yeah. Like he's like doing it in public. <laughs> in yeah, public. Yeah. he because he's like the homeless guy asking for cash. Yeah, but like he needs to keep it tasteful. Oh yeah, no. What no. if what if that society? Was, what if that performance? Because he has to be an artist, Lito. I understand. That's why he gets punched. What if that performance was the missing eighteen and a half minutes of the Watergate tapes? <laughs> it was just John Cusack, just as as a puppeteer, just making this really ridiculous puppet puppet show. And then I don't know. Man. Uh, and then I, what was the other? My, thing? In my yeah. mind, I just feel like he both deserved and did not deserve that punch. Where it's just like, I mean, he's putting on a show. You felt bad. No, he des- Wow. Well, no, the, nobody the deserves same? to get hit over there. Art Will Smith. It's, I know. Yeah. You, know, you want to? I don't even want to touch that. <laughs> but like, is no. that the save the cat moment of this film? Yeah. You, yeah. Uh, save the cat moment. Yeah. He. Yeah. Do you feel sorry yeah, for him? Yeah. Do you feel punched? sorry for him? Uh. I don't know if I'd say it's a save the cat moment, but it, def- it definitely is like one of those moments where it's like, oh. I think yeah. no, yeah, I think that, that is a save the cat. Oh, I think it is save the cat. Because so, yeah. save the cat, I feel like you. Uh, no, I, that's you know what moment that takes him from being like, okay, yeah. I'm unemployed to yeah. I'm really down. Yeah, yeah, I'm no, getting physically assaulted. Now, now that I, I think about it, now that I think about it, in a sense, yeah, I guess I would consider that. But what is it? Also, well, he also says a line later on as John Malkovich about art. He's like, art is. Being honest, even or even when it's lying to you, yeah. <laughs> like, uh, that's such a good line. Or, or the uh, oh God, what was it? Uh, oh, my mind is killing me. Right so is that John Malkovich or was that John Cusack saying those lines? That was John Cusack. Yeah, that was his that character. Was Craig Schwartz, that yeah. was Craig Schwartz. Yeah, talking about art. And, yeah. Or was that Charlie Kaufman using using? It was average. It was Charlie Char- Kaufman using. using a uh, Craig, Craig Schwartz, Schwartz to say talk using ab- John Malkovich. Yeah, yeah, talk talk about art. Okay. Yeah. No, that's the thing. I mean, I mean the the puppet theme, and, the idea of the puppet and the monkeys, and and it's, it's like it's like a writer and a director, yeah. and and it's like it's maybe maybe it's an expose on acting. Any last thoughts? Because as we get done with this, we're gonna get together later, and you're gonna tell me, oh man, I forgot to say the one thing. This is your chance. My one thing. Um. I guess if the this movie is really important because it it does so much and it really does open up questions but it opened not questions like oh why was things this way I'm talking about like broad philosophical questions mm-hmm. that I think are worth asking and sure. I think that that's what great art does and mm-hmm. I think cinema we all agree is the greatest art form there is 
And I think that this is, at some point, I think this movie will be regarded in terms of cinematic achievements that I think it deserves to be in. I really do think it's an achievement. Almost every Charlie Kaufman movie is a cinematic achievement. Yeah, but this one, in in a sense, because I think that this is the most bizarre Mm -hmm. out of all of them. Like Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind. It's just like we've all thought along those lines, right? Like we've all thought, man, I just wish I could have my memories erased. This is so, so out of left field. Absolutely left field. Oh, yeah. Out of nowhere. I don't know how. That is something I appreciate about this film. Like, it it is such a weird film that when the John Malkovich, like, reveal happens, you don't question it. You go, like, okay. Yeah. It's already established, like, uh, 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 a career... uh, it is already established this is a weird film. That's what I want to say. This yeah. movie is the greatest example in the history of cinema of suspension of disbelief. Oh, yeah. Like, if you if you didn't know a single thing about this film other than it's called Being John Malkovich, like, those first five minutes, you forget about John Malkovich. Yeah. You forget completely about it. Right. Mm, uh, uh, it, it went, when you finally get to that reveal of... Oh hey, John Malkovich! You could get inside his head. It's just—it's yeah. such a weird idea. It's so weird. Just John Malkovich of all people for 15 minutes at a time, and then he, what happens after you're in there for 15 minutes? Spit you out on the New Jersey Turnpike. What else is? Yeah, yeah, well, of course, of course. Yeah, that's the only thing that makes sense. <laughs> right by the the tunnel. Right. Yeah, right by the tunnel. I don't know. Just makes sense. It's just it's what happens. It's what. And then you gotta happen. get back. You you gotta, right. You gotta uh, drive yourself back. Yeah, you gotta yeah. be. Uh, thank God no one like fell down an awkward position and like, you know, broke their neck. Right. I was thinking about that. Like, it, w- w- it would make sense to like put like a bed or something or some sort of cushion. Something if there. you knew that was the spot, why not? And it, you're selling well, I mean, people two hundred dollars. Every, everyone yeah. came like, see, like put a bed or something. It put seemed some like. Sort of, every, sorry, sorry. Go ahead. Put put a like a like a you know like a one of those uh, things jumping. Things that you trampoline. Bit, trampoline or something to help people fall. That was the word you were tripping over? Yeah. Trampoline. You were trampoline. having a hard time grasping trampoline. that one. Yeah, for some reason. Yeah, yeah. I got tripped over on trampoline. Uh, but there, there, there's. it did seem like everyone was uh, where people would land. It seemed random at times. It looks like sometimes they would be flung forward. Sometimes it looks like a little hill. There was a little hill, yeah. Yeah, sometimes yeah. it looks like they were dropped. It, it did seem like there wasn't a necessary, like, here's where you're going to be. Uh, this this exact spot is where you're gonna be dropped. It did feel a little random. Yeah. Okay, okay. Um, anything else, Raj? Your last uh, before we get into recommendations. I guess my last thought would be I like how John Malkovich is almost never doing acting when people are in his head. Yeah. Yeah. A- anytime you see him, it's just the he's just doing the most normal stuff. It's yeah. Like, it's like you're <laughs> just like like looking at a catalog. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you you think like, I'm taking like, a he's shower. Like, he's like, I'll take the periwinkle. <laughs> like he's you, you know you, you go Making like oh a it's a right. it's an ex- it's a moment to be in like famous actor John he's Malkovich just doing normal simple <laughs> things. And just, oh, I like this. He was taking a shower. Like, oh, this feels good. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my good. Are we going to see John Malkovich's penis? Oh, no. Uh, no. no, no, no. I would have loved to have seen John Malkovich's pe- I bet it looks like John Malkovich. <laughs> John Malkovich. Yeah. yeah. I bet you called I, it. Dude, uh, I got my sequel. It's called Peeing John Malkovich. There's <laughs> <laughs> all yeah. kinds of funny today. Okay. I, I'd also like to say just one last thing. Yeah. Uh, that moment when Malkovich is in his. Is in his own head. Would you co- consider that to be Mal- uh, Malkovception? <laughs> Malkovception. Okay. I like that. Does he have a little totem so he knows what's real and what's not real? 
It's his penis. I yeah, thought it was the keys. <laughs> the keys. He yeah. takes the keys. That's I thought right. it was, something about those keys caught me off guard. Mm. Totem. Yeah, maybe that's what I was thinking. Mm. Okay, cool. Um, my thing is, uh, this is why I started this podcast. Mm. Yeah. To, to find movies like this mm. and rediscover them. Yeah. You know what I mean? Oh, dude. I got and I was, movies yeah, galore. I, I rediscovered this film today. Yeah. And I feel so good because, I mean, I think this film has been sitting around since 99. Um, I saw it back then, and you know, I, and I liked it back then. But like, I love it now. Like, yeah, you know what I mean. At forty four, I can see it with the different eyes. I've been through life a little bit. You can see kinda, it through John Malkovich's eyes. Exactly, Charlie yeah. Kaufman's eyes through John Malkovich, through John Cusack's eyes. I can see. You know what I mean. I can see the people wanting to be somebody else because they've been living these dreary lives, and you know what I mean. Like for like, they get escape for some, you know, fifteen minutes. Is this, just, is this a commentary? Are you reading your diary? No. <laughs> you like the way you said that? No, no, You're just I, like I get, I get what they mean. Yeah, I get. I it. understand it. I, I, I yeah. <laughs> it's just like you want to escape, and you escape to the most boring thing in the world. <laughs> oh, right. <laughs> but here's a chance to like be someone else for 15 minutes and not yeah. have any worries, and not have any bills, and not have anything to worry about, or, 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 or a crappy job, or just all, you know, or, or lifeless marriages, or whatnot. You yeah. know what I mean? Like it is. It's just what is. You can be a, someone super famous and. Actor and whatever, and I don't know. even just even though, even if it is your second choice, yeah, why not? You know, I wonder what his first choice was. Maybe it was Tom Cruise. Yeah, it could have been Tom yeah. Cruise. Yeah, maybe that was like a little inside <laughs> joke. It's like, well, it wasn't my. It was my second it's, choice, yeah. but it very. It's very possible that that could that, have been the first that, choice. Yeah, that there is you go. Very possible. Uh, yeah. So AJ, um, if you like this film or love yeah. this film, what other films do you recommend? Um, the listeners list, uh, watch. Oh man! Oh man! Yeah. Have you heard of uh, Schenectady, New York? Have you seen that? No. Oh, I don't. I don't know if I'm prepared for that, dude. I. It's it's Kaufman's directorial debut. Yeah. Oh. It is. It was after heavy. this. Heavy. Yeah, this was like '08. Oh. Okay. Ebert called it the best film of the decade. Really? It, I've never heard of it, dude. I, I. Don't watch it unless you. Well, I watch it. Yeah. But, but don't watch it. Dude, you're gonna feel lousy after that movie. Oh, yeah. There's a. That's not a feel good movie. So he's not, a, he's not a feel good like writer. Yeah, but I mean, even after being John Malkovich, you're kind of like that made me feel good, even though it kind of has a dreary ending. Yeah. Well, this, yeah. sorry, go ahead. No, this movie is heavy, man. Okay. It's his darkest movie. To to give you an idea of, of Charlie Kaufman, one of his latest films was called "I'm Thinking About Ending Things." Yeah. Ouch. Uh, uh, Maybe he's just sick of his mind, just like constantly yeah. working on stuff, and it's like for sure. Like honestly, like if if you like Charlie Kaufman, examine the words of Fried, uh, of Friedrich Nietzsche, mm-hmm. um, his works, the the, the uh, famous German philosopher, and then watch the Muppets. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like it's, the, it's it's the Muppets sort of humor meets like Friedrich Nietzsche's like real dark and Python. There's yeah. Python in it. Um, Oh my God! There was a show that he worked on, and uh, it was Chris Elliott. I forget what it's called though. Chris Elliott. Chris had Elliott. A the Chris yeah. Elliott show. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. I was, Charlie I remember Kaufman worked on that. The Larry Sanders show. Oh wow! It has very, very similar humor. Um, Maybe which, what Charlie Kaufman really needs is to direct like the next scary movie. <laughs> yeah, he just should. get it all out. Yeah. yeah, just get it all. Yeah, dude. No, but I mean, if, if Franz Kafka. Yeah. You know, like his works. Um, yeah. Uh, okay. 
Raj, what do you got for recommendations? Well, I mentioned it before, you know, uh, uh, actors taking on multiple roles in certain films. I guess, I guess this just popped up, literally just popped up as I was saying it. I guess I'd kind of recommend Dr. Strangelove. Oh, yeah. Uh, Dr. Strangelove. Very similar here. Oh, yeah, good stuff. Uh, Split, uh, it, it, directed by M. Night Shyamalan. It's what it's. One of the films he made recently that kind of like. Oh, Doctor Strangelove was not. Oh, Split. Yeah, no, no. Okay, you said Split. But yeah. Doctor Strangelove has a character playing multiple roles. Yeah, Peter yeah. Uh, Sellers. Uh, uh, I want to make a recommendation, but I don't want to spoil it because it. No, I won't say anything. But there's uh, there's a movie out there that I really loved, that also kind of taps into this. I, I, I don't know if I could even say it. Just say it. You can cut it out later, because I'd I'd, I'd be spoiling it, possibly spoiling it for you guys as well. Uh, but oh, I don't care. Oh. A lot. There's other reasons why I watch movies than the ending. Okay, uh, we're spoiler heavy. Okay, I'll. I uh, so recently I saw Everything Everywhere All at Once. Oh, okay, uh, okay. Uh, and so that tackles into that kind of subject of actors taking on multiple roles. Oh, okay. okay. That's uh, fine. Yeah, yeah that doesn't, doesn't mess with me at all. Yeah, uh, yeah but... I'm it, still going to go see that movie. I haven't seen it yet. It's so good. It's it's it's, it's what, one of the... Th- this has been a great, like, month. Because, uh, like... A film. Uh, all these movies just keep coming out, and they're yeah. so great. And I want to go see the Nick Cage movie, because... Yeah, uh, The Unbearable Weight of Massive Talent. Yeah, that, yeah. that, that came to mind. <laughs> uh, yeah. I guess The Room, because I'm going to recommend The Room if you're in for something so hilariously awful. yeah. Because we brought it up, it's just like questions after questions after yeah. questions. Like, why? Why did we go with this? And to me, as a writer, and you've seen me in in the writer's process a right. little bit, a little bit of it. You haven't actually seen me do it, but you've seen my like gears go. How many times did you hear me say, "But what about this? Yeah. But what about this? Yeah, it just that's pops me, in there. Yeah. That's me. Like, as long as I have these answers, mm-hmm. these questions answered as a writer, mm-hmm. then that means I can limit the questions. That the viewer the viewer's gonna have. Yeah, right. I can't and get them helps. all, but as long as I get the big ones and I answer them within the realm of the story, mm-hmm. I'm gonna be okay with sending. There it will out. always probably be a plot hole in a story, but every single time, yeah, right. you're, you're never gonna get out of it scot free. Everything you write is only at most gonna be ninety percent as good. At most ninety percent of as good as it can be. I mean, that's from a writer. I think you yeah. could even look at uh, at being John Malkovich. Isn't it a little convenient that you, if you go in a little too early, you'll be stuck in the head forever? Yeah. Right. Uh, it's, just, it's just like, okay, yeah, that's fine, because it, it, it gives you that really dark ending. Right. But then why was it okay that they were in there if they were in there before his 44th birthday? The problem is that it was never okay for them to be in there. Oh, that's what I was saying. It was never okay. I mean, they're I'm just sorry. taking over But they didn't brain. get stuck. They didn't get stuck in there, though. They're only in there for 15 minutes. But Yeah. <laughs> well, until uh, John was in there for a few months, but. Okay. Uh, John Cusack. Yeah. Sorry. And I, the other John. I guess that's all, all I got for recommendations. All right. I got a few. I know. I got a few. Oh. So if you like puppets, watch Team America. Oh, yes. <laughs> and then Forgetting Sarah Marshall, they do, they do a little puppeteering in that. Um, if you're into the whole um, mind and seeing things through other people situation, kind of VR type of thing, um, this movie came out in 95, Strange Days, with Ralph Fiennes and. Um, Angela Bassett. I think okay. It's, I think I've, it's not, sci-fi. I've not heard of this. Yeah. I think it's Ray Fines. Ray Fines. It's, it's, it's yeah. spelled Ralph, but Rafe. it's Ray. That's Rafe. actually how you actually. No, it's Rafe. Rafe. Yeah, that's yeah. actually how you say Ralph. 
Ray Fiennes. Ellis Island. Okay, Rel- yeah, Juliet Lewis is in it, and Tom Sizemore. I love this film. I love mm. Strange Days. If we can Text tackle me that, I haven't seen that. Yeah, it's like you know, just like people like using uh, this technology to kind of just see and feel, and you know, like what someone else feels. They record it, and like you can just rewatch it. You know what I mean? That's so, cool. Yeah. So they kind of like being in John Malkovich. So if you like that kind of stuff. Um, Eternal Sunshine and Spotless Mind, we've talked about that. We'll talk about it again. Um, if you liked the whole hole in the floor and leading to somewhere, um, check out Fraggle Rock. Yeah, Fraggle Rock. <laughs> Ooh, I yeah. guess Coraline also came to mind. Okay. Uh, uh, if anyone's seen that, that's a... Uh, stop it! Stop motion animated film. Okay, uh, cool. it, it's a little girl going to a hole and transporting into a whole new world. Um, and, yeah, in like Pan's Labyrinth too, I think. Oh yeah, Pan's, Pan's Labyrinth. Labyrinth is so good. Right. Um, and then check out the Fat Boy Slim uh, video with Christopher Walken. Um, I think it's. Um, forgot the name of it. Hold on. It's called um, Weapons of Choice. Yeah, it's just like Christopher Walken yeah. dancing, kind of like yeah. And Spike like, Jones directed that. Oh, did he? I can yeah. see that now. Yeah, that was Spike Jones that directed. Well, that. no wonder I look. Yeah, because yeah. like because like, uh, John Malkovich kind of has like that same kind of dance number yeah. when he's being the puppet. Um, so um, so AJ, what are you watching now that you should that you recommend people? Um, oh. what am I watching now? I just watched to prepare. I didn't watch being John Malkovich before. I watched it about a couple months ago. Okay. Um, I was going to watch it tonight because I thought all day that we were going to be doing this tomorrow. <laughs> so you came in, yeah. I came in kind of just remembering the, the film because it hasn't been that long since I've seen it. I've seen it since we've talked about me being on okay. here. But it's been about two months since we've talked about being on here. But I watched Anomalisa last night. Is that the Kaufman? Is that another Kaufman? It's another Kaufman that's, movie. That's the, the stop motion. Yes, yeah. Yeah, he did a oh. stop motion feature. Whoa. It's very ambitious. Wasn't it's that? It's very good. Wasn't wow. that? From this, wasn't that also from the guy who made Moral Oral? I don't know. I think I, I think I heard something about that. There's a sex scene in it that's really it's not mostly good. Oh, oh, so it's so it's like the scene in Team America. Team America, right? No, it's not as funny. Oh, <laughs> it's not as funny as that. That's amazing. That's, did you guys? That's did you guys, really in your face. Did you guys ever hear? It's like, uh, in order to make get that scene on, on the movies. They had to make the scene even like raunchier, yeah. uh, and then cut it back. Yeah, because yeah. then it's like you know, it's like ah, oh, uh, the MPA gets that satisfaction of like, haha, we made you cut yeah, your movie short. Right. But the, it's like this is what we wanted originally. Yeah, we just had to make it more ridiculous. Yeah, it's insane. How the how they get the puppeteers mm. to make those positions is mm. beyond me. That that was something I was thinking about when I saw the puppets. It's just yeah. like I'm kind of reminded of Team America. Uh, uh, do you have anything else you want to say, AJ? No, that's yeah. it for me. Yeah. Thanks cool. for having me. Yeah, oh, no, yeah. yeah. Absolutely, uh, but uh, uh, there was uh, uh, what I recently saw. Yeah, you know, I said I saw I saw uh, uh, everything everywhere all at once. I recently uh, beated D- Dying Light Two. I enjoyed that. Uh, I saw The Northman, which was great. I hear good things about The Northman, even though that's not a movie. I'm I'm anxious to see. Oh yeah, no, uh, Northman's good. It's just a I'll have to check it out. Uh, fun Viking revenge movie inspired by Hamlet. Oh, okay. oh cool. Uh, or inspired by the. I, I, I heard it's inspired by Lion King. <laughs> it's the greatest remake. Of, it's a better remake <laughs> of Lion King than the live action Lion King. Oh wow! Uh, I haven't seen the live action one. Don't. I won't. I don't plan on it. Yeah. Uh, it's actually uh, a remake of The Northman. 
All right. Uh, the Northman, apparently, I guess Hamlet was inspired by... Which like, is so weird because Hamlet is Danish. Right. Well, And Vikings are also Danes. Yeah, you know, that's, this, is, this is something I was going to say. It's like, apparently Hamlet was, Hamlet was inspired by, like, Nordic... Uh, stories or something it's yeah. just like so i guess the original nordic stories that inspired hamlet uh and this is how it got made mm. but another thing i i just started playing i started playing elden ring uh, wonderful and yet also completely fear infuriating that's what i hear yeah about elden ring yes it's wonderful and i'd recommend it but also realize that it's it's gonna be as fun as like hitting your head against you the wall. You wait, you wait. Did you hear about the secret door you find? In oh, Ring? I know. That's no, the secret door that when you go through it, you go inside the mind of John Malkovich for fifteen minutes. <laughs> <laughs> he got you. He got you. Yeah, but, you walked right into that one. No, you you know, son I, of a gun. No, I, I was more so triggered by like Not all these. Fraggle all, Rock. You know, you know, there's like hidden doors. You like hit a wall, and then suddenly the wall disappears. But it's just like apparently there are secret walls that have secret health bars. All right, Raj, he's he's getting out the cigarettes. I, I, yeah, he's yeah, got well, I was getting them he's out itching. because they were like, yeah, they were in here. And but, then uh, I've been watching. Uh, was that it, Raj? I'm sorry. Didn't uh, oh oh yes, and I got the one more David Fincher thing. Yeah. I just started watching Mindhunter. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. It's really great. Mind That's Hunter. what I hear. Yeah. Uh, if you have any interest in the criminal psychology or any any of that, like just how ser serial killers and violent criminals tick, Mindhunter is a great show to watch. And hope have to check that out. Hopefully, we get season three someday. All right. And speaking of season three, I've been watching. Oops, Barry Barry season three. Mm -hmm. So that's good. Um, it's back. Still gotta still gotta catch after up after two years, right? Two or three years, it seems like. Because of the pandemic, yeah. probably they had yeah. to shut down production. Definitely watch season one and two if you haven't. Um, You'll love it. I got to catch up. You got to watch it. And then I've been watching Black Sails. I just wanted to watch Pirates and go at it. Um, you know, and, you know, Master and Commander meets Pirates. So that's that, basically that what is, that is. That is something we were talking about behind the scenes. There is not a lot of, like, traditional, like, uh, pirate media. I mean, the closest we got is, like, what, Pirates of the Caribbean? Pretty much, yeah. yeah. But everything else is more, like, comical or something like that? Yeah, that's but weird. I think it's kind of funny. Mm. How it's always British guys or English guys looking for a Spanish, like yeah. ship, if, and, and, and to, do you know what I mean? I just it's like it's like the Spaniards do all the work, and 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 then the white guys just going to come and just take all the you know all the, reap all the rewards. Can I tell from. you <laughs> what I loved the most about being here? What's that? Is the 180 we took you on <laughs> at the beginning of this episode, where you're like, oh god, and then now we're here and you're having a good time. Oh yeah, no, I, 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 times. Had, I had to. Go at it from the perspective. I did mention this once. It's like, I guess I do consider sci-fi. It's just like you know, sometimes you can throw in a magical element, but it's, yeah. it's like the interesting science fiction aspect is like, how would people react to this? And yeah. I guess I, I guess in this one sense, I can yes, in, consider it to be like a science fantasy sh yeah. uh, movie, but. Uh, Savor the flavor. You got yes. one over on him. Yeah. So uh, with yes. that, AJ, it's been a yeah. pleasure. Thank you for having me. Can I do this again with you guys? Oh, Absolutely. Yeah. We, I want to do this again. No, mm -hmm. yeah, for sure. Like, we're, we're striving to like bring, bring people back because yeah. Yeah, I we would don't want them to be one and done. Do we? Yeah. You can get better at it. Right. Yeah. No, no, go We'll get better, yeah. too. We're, oh, we're, still, sure. we're still working on it. Yeah. Yeah. Like I said, we, I mean, we, if you guys ever need advice or anything, we got an iHeart podcast every Wednesday, the Bill Squire Show. Oh, okay. We're going to be in the iHeart studios. This is great. Plug it. In July. Keep going. So, yeah, like I said, every Wednesday we record, Thursday. 
And where uh, can, wherever you get your podcast. Wherever you get your, what's it called again? The Bill Squire Show. Bill Squire Show. Yeah. You're on it and Bill I'm Squire. On it and Bill Squire and Tommy L C, who's an OnlyFans model. Oh god. Who's very, very attractive. <laughs> oh, what's his account called? Uh, oh, Tommy L C at OnlyFans. There you go. Tommy, wherever you're at. Yeah. All right, we're going to close this one out. Uh, another week, another movie. Being John Malkovich, AJ, thank you very much. Thank you. Do, do we have a teaser? We don't. Like, okay. All right, well, we're off to other things. And everybody out there, have a good week. And All we'll right. see you soon. Have a good night, everybody. And bye. Keep up the good work and prevent accidents. This shift is concluded.